Hello and welcome to the Inglorious Bards Adventure 14. We are excited to be here. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I am joined by the greatest role players to ever exist. That's all I had. That's, that's all I had. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we're so happy to have you here. Thanks for joining us again. Um, we are picking up where we left off last time. Uh, we're, we're all kind of, I think, hesitant to see what happens next. There's not a lot of... Happy joy, joy feelings are expected in this episode. We shall see. That's how we sell it. Um, let's get a quick introduction of our characters in play. And let's start with the Paladin Caven, the Goliath. In a break from tradition this Wednesday at prayer breakfast, we'll be having waffles instead of pancakes. All right. Ooh. Uh, across from him is his brother, another Goliath, the fighter, Cole. Hey, everybody. I'm Cole. Still here. Still winning. Keeping everyone in check. Just to let everyone know it's keeping track with me, we're up to 20 kills so far. 20 kills. Trying to get that a little higher if we can do it. Stop stealing my kills. Uh, and since you did hit that 20 kill mark, you start with an extra hero point this adventure. Yeah! That's why you keep track, fellas. Right there. <laughs> and sitting next to him, now disgruntled, is... <laughs> Fiona. <Me now>. Yeah! <laughs> 25 kills! Where's my hero point? Is Fiona the gnome artificer. Also, waffles are terrible. Go back to pancakes. <laughs> Thank you, Fiona. Trying to get us kicked off a of Twitch, <laughs> I see. <laughs> and we have Vessel, the Warforged Priest slash Cleric. I am Vessel. I watch all those under my charge. All those here. And we have uh, Aragus Willoughby, the Halfling Bard. Aragus Willoughby, the artist formerly known as Tilly Winstrop. Okay. And last and certainly not least is uh, the human wizard Valamir Almarin Greyspell Third. Yes, that is Valamir. I almost forgot my own name. Valamir Almarin Greyspell Third, wizard extraordinaire. Nice. We've been playing alongside uh, Valamir for so long, and we didn't even know there was any concept of a second within our stories until just a couple of adventures ago, and now it's a very key point that we're interested to see. Let's get a little more detail about what happened last time from Seth. Hello! After healing the ley line at the Magical Mansion, the battered adventurers head to the nearby village to find the wizards from the capital. They heard who were also looking around, poking their nose into this murder. Suddenly a fireball appears, hitting the entire group. Uh, one of these wizards from the Queen's Cabal, believing Valamir is his father, has started to attack us. The adventurers finally get him to calm down after a bit and explain the situation. The Queen's Cabal is a group of wizards that are investigating the murderers, the killer, and the damage to these ley lines. They have the same end goal as our adventurers, just very different ideas on what has caused the rifts. The adventurers head back to Amithra and walk in to the execution party for Valamir the Senior. The group acts rashly and desperate. They use messages, they use message to invade the mayor's head. Whole person is cast on two different executioners. It's messy, but they cause enough chaos and commotion that the Lord Mayor stops everything and postpones temporarily the execution. 
Valamir the second is taken back to his tower, as are Valamir the third and Aragus participating in some light sabotage. Uh, the latter two are only held, held for a short while as Caven and Vessel plead their case to the Lord Mayor. The whole group meet up and talk with the Mayor. She scolds each and every one of them and backs up her decision to hurry the execution because of the madness and the obsession of Valamir II. She, she believes he is the one causing the Leyland destruction. Valamir pleads for more time to do more investigation. Because of the late hour... The Lord Mayor dismissed them and tells them to be back first thing in the morning. It is looking grim for Old Man Grayspell. And that, my friends and foes, is where the adventure begins. It is late at night in the city of Almithra. Our heroes will soon be gathering in about six hours at the Lord Mayor's office to respond to her question and possibly plead their case yet again. At the Church of Soline, the doors are closed. Worshippers are no longer there. Cleanup is being done by um, young uh, adepts. And... There are incenses burning, uh, lights are flickering, it is quiet, there are a few whispered conversations being had here or there. There is a priest who is at the giant scales uh, in front of the giant statue of the goddess Soline, and there every day there are tons of stones that people take from a bin and place down as part of their acknowledgement of their duty and what they need to do and how they have not fallen, not gotten through what they needed to do before they pray. No one seems to ever use the right side of the scale. That's a stone would be dropped there when you have completed something mammoth for the priestess and for the church itself. The priest is gathering these stones, polishing them off with a little bit of a rock and putting them in a basket, taking them to the other side. Uh, the priest is um, known as Vessel, who is doing that at the moment. You are helping them out. Uh, on one far side of the corner of the main hall is Caven, the guardian of Soline. You are speaking with High Priest Hammett. The priest looks sleepy, and he says, Guardian, I, I, I have my condolences for the situation you're in. Uh, it sounds like things are already set in motion, and I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm worried what happened at the uh, execution. Uh, your friends seem to have caused quite a bit of a stir-up. It is not the situation I am in, but rather what the situation Elmerin's father is in. I don't know how to say this, so excuse me if it comes across uh, awkwardly. A guardian is not only someone who protects the interests of Soline, uh, but is also a symbol of Soline. Uh, I am I am a little concerned on behalf of Soline. 
as you say this, of the optics. <laughs> <laughs> I am concerned of how this comes across of a guardian or, or at least uh, uh, the guardian's close allies disrupting the city and disrupting the law. You are concerned that Soline the Protector was protecting. I, I, I and many people in the city feel that justice has been decided by the magistrates, if not the Lord Mayor, and perhaps you being close friends to the son of the convicted, perhaps it might be best if you uh, were not so visible uh, in this scenario until the, the resolution is passed. What do you think about that? Caban turns to be shoulder to shoulder with, but what's his name? High Priest Pamit. Pamit. Puts his arm around Pamit. Says, do you see the scales? He nods. Are those the Ward Mayor's scales? No. Are they the Guildhouse's scales? Of course not. Whose scales are those? Those are Soline scales. And who judges all men? Well, you know that. It is Soline. So why should we worry about Ward Mayor or the townsfolk or the magistrate or the executioner or the public? He squirms a bit and looks as less high priestly than usual, which is hard <laughs> hard to say. He's not a confident-looking man. He says, "I, I had this this position thrust upon me." I am not surprised, Bemet. This I, does not seem like you. It's. I I, I watched my predecessor. Uh, he. Uh, Inmiss was a man who was able to work with the community and help people uh, uh, and worked with the leadership of the town and I'm trying to follow in his footsteps and I'm worried that this first challenge that Soline has set before me I am already struggling Vessel, you hear a clattering of a bunch of coins on a marble floor just outside of the main hall down a doorway out a doorway uh vessel will go investigate this all right waffles you you, uh (laughs) waffle money (laughs) coins are not just kept they're kept in a if they're donation Mm -hmm. they're kept in like a an urn or something that's kind of okay all right you walk around the doorway and you see there's a side hallway that leads to more uh, official chambers uh, within the church. And you see a priestess is there, a young priestess. And she is on the ground 
taking up a sack that is half spilled open with a ton of loose coins. This does not look like uh, the offering urn at all. And she's scooping the coins back into it. And there, there's, uh, it's all silver, some gold. Um, no, a bunch of gold, actually. You'd estimate uh, several hundred gold um, that she's scooping up into this. Rain Man style. 247 gold, 23 yeah. silver. Are you in need of assistance? She says, yes, please. Thank you. I must hurry. I'm... This is an offering? No, this is uh, a, uh, a, uh, a money that was uh, kept safe with the church that is being uh, taken out. <laughs> Sounds like laundering. <laughs> this is a robbery. I do not understand. Oh, uh, a very important uh, man is here to withdraw uh, funds he has kept in in the church's uh, vault. This is very peculiar. Make an insight roll. Oh, exactly. Uh, with that, uh, 23. You think it's very peculiar. <laughs> with Temple that, of 23. <laughs> I said very. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I just missed the roll, apparently. Um, the Temple of Selene holds monies for others. When has this been? She says, um, I, I'm, I'm not privy to all the details, but Leonar Asenir has requested it Im immediately. And he is not to be kept waiting. She scoops up the rest of the coins into this bag and heaves it up. Is it a familiar name to us? Yes. Leonar? <laughs> Apparently. Everyone at the table says yes. It's um, the people that... Uh, the older couple. ...were supposed to look in. See. And we ransacked their house. And... We did not ransack their house. Harsh words, harsh words. You're the one that locked open the door. We searched it's true. <laughs> this should be addressed by the high priest. Such... She walks down the hall and heads towards a side hall. Hold yourself, devout. She says, I, I cannot keep him waiting. She starts doing huge pink panther steps. <laughs> In all manners, she disappears around the cor uh, corridor. I said, hold. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I stand. Hold. <laughs> yeah, <I> really. <laughs> uh, approach and stand in front of the devout and even snatching the purse out of her hand. All right, she turns around a corner. You quickly stomp after her with heavy footsteps. She opens up a door into some private little room, uh, but you get in the way, close the door, and block the door, and you grab the bag from her. I need, I need that. These are funds that belong to the church. The church is not a bank. The high priest should address this. She grabs onto the bag and pull. What's your strength score? Uh, is uh, enough. Uh, <laughs> Fifteen. That's a plus two. Oh, she grabs onto it and cannot pull it free from your grasp at all. I I need to give this to him. 
You have to answer to the priest, to the high priest. And he, with the other arm, uh, grabs the cuff of her robe, about faces her, and we walk to where the high priest should be. Okay. Um, that fails. <laughs> that fails. <laughs> As you grab onto her and pull her, you, the uh, door behind you opens up, and you see there are two uh, robed figures uh, that step out. And one of them says, the money, and ways for you to bring it right over. You cannot see his face, and they are very identically robed. I'm sorry, this is a matter for the high priest. Make a perception roll eight difficulty. Wow. I got to re-roll. Bounced out. Oh, I'm going to hero point that, because I don't want to lose this conversation. Uh, let's see. We're looking at persuasion. No, perception. Perception. Did you want to take that hero point back? No, I do not. All right. Uh, that'll be 19. 19. You hear a hissing sound coming from inside the robe on the guy on your left in front of you. The guy on the right says, my money. Uh, Vessel steps back with the devotee behind him. Pushing her back and she stepping continues away from to her. try and pull. Give him his money. <laughs> this is not a matter for us. We will see the high priest now. And Vessel will turn and walk with the bag as well. You are grabbed by one of the robe guys who spins you around, and as you angrily are spun around, he thrusts a small snake at your face. The snake and a few mumbled words from him start to affect you. Make a wisdom 10 save, please. Jeez. A natural 20. Cool! Wow. Yeah! Yeah. You immediately recognize this as some sort of charming effect used through the snake. And he and you immediately recognize that that's what's been done on the priestess. Uh, s uh, the snake is, uh, it's, it's an it's, actual living, it's an actual snake coiled around his arm. It's maybe like four feet long in total. And he's got it right. Like six inches away from your face. And he says, listen, give me my money. Uh, vessel, uh, stands back, sees the snake. Uh, your magic is not welcome here. Celine protects this place. Cast hold person. On this individual. Oh, on the snake. 13 Sorry, uh, to From that. rounders. Give that man his money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This was wisdom save. What's yeah. the target? Yeah. 13. 13? Yep. He has rolled an 18. 18? Oh. I still, I, I now uh, run back, but I'm grabbing the devotee and pulling along. Uh, he says, your magic. Wait. Wait. <laughs> 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 you run. I got uh, a soliloquy prepared. <laughs> as, as, you, as you get a few steps down the road, or down the hallway, if you will. I don't know. Um, I, with no shield or anything like that, he attacks you with a 16. A nope, you you feel a blade strike at you, but glance off your hardened Warforged back 
and as the other guy stabbed stabbed at you. Uh, so they're within a. Uh, they're chasing you down the hall. Just they're all within right melee range of me. Uh, as Vessel is running, covering this distance, dragging this individual, uh, he lets loose a burst of radiance as they get in close for these uh, attacks when he feels a miss or whatever. All right. Uh, and uh, just a, a radiant bloom just comes off him, uh, searing and burning at their robes and skin, uh, whoever's attacking, missing the devotee that I choose not to target with. All him. right. And... We must move faster. What uh, What is this? What spell is this? Uh, bur uh, what is it? Burst of Radiance? No. Not burst of Radiance. Uh, word. Uh, word, of word of radiance. Word of radiance. Is that what it is? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and what is the attack roll? Uh, there's no. I don't know. Must succeed at a Constitution saving throw. Yeah. So go ahead and roll your damage. I'll make the saving so throw. D sixes, I believe. Three points. Three points. Um, one guy misses, and the other guy critically misses. We'll take double damage. Okay. Oh, Bright magic lashes out. Uh, they are both hit. Uh, the one who's hit more drops stunned, his dagger clattering across the floor. And you said you were doing what? Fleeing uh, off to the uh, where I believe the high priest to be. All right. Uh, cave in. You hear an explosion of holy radiant magic from a side hallway. Um, Paul. Talk to yeah, Cave in. Cave in immediately. Looks that direction, kind of lets go of, of Pemmet and rushes towards You were the holding Pemmet? I had my arm around him. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, it was... Down here. Listen, listen, everything's going to be cool. I don't know. I see, I, I see it more of a, <laughs> you got a really beautiful church here, don't you? It's <laughs> <laughs> a shame of somewhere to heaven. Caven, <laughs> uh, you see from a side hall blinding white light and then the silhouette of a warforged cleric with a human priestess hanging on to him, followed by two other figures um, rubbing their eyes and coming at him with blades. They, All of them spill into the main hall. The figures are between myself and... No, they're behind him, chasing after him. Ah, he's coming towards me Yep. with the priestess. Yep. Priestess. She's just being dragged. She's holding right. on to it. What, what is going on? These are enemies of the temple. Uh, I... At hearing that, I draw my warhammer and rush uh, to go go past vessel. And... Okay, <laughs> it's smashing the vessel. No, I said down. <laughs> Give him the bag. Oh, uh, uh, one, two, three. <laughs> and what? No, he can only catch you. High priest Pamet, not known for his spellcasting abilities, casts bless on you. Nice. Um, oh. whenever a target makes an attack roll or saving throw, the target can add D four. Awesome. Nice pennant. Or the target can roll a d4 for the full minute. Nice. Wow. Nice. Okay. Uh, you go charging past a vessel, and you come across these two robed figures. Um, one of them has his hood down. He's got a wild look in his eye. You see he has a uh, strange tattoo on his face, and he has a strange dagger in his hands. And he sees you coming, and you can go first. Uh, I see this. I see the strange tattoo. I immediately notice, like... Surmise that he is not a good guy, and um, well, that's what, what I, the tattoo says. Good guy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no regrets across the forehead. 
Um, and I, and I, but I miss. I'm just wait, oh, wait, what? The tattoo's not clear. Are you? <laughs> you swing and you miss. He ducks underneath and comes up with a slash of his own, and it is a thirteen to hit. Nope. Swing and you duck and miss that one. His buddy also attacks you with a 19 to hit. Oh, man, that just hits. Oh, really? Your armor class is 19? It's 18. Oh. Uh, five points of slashing damage. Okay. And he yells at his buddy, no, get get the money. Vessel, what would you like to do? Uh, I turn around. I've got to hold this devotee in place. Um still under the effect of this charm i imagine so you turn around or yes. then you whip her 180 degrees as she's just holding on to the bag yeah it's hand. it's unfortunate centrifuge <laughs> at this point uh and i let loose with a right now now oh the warcaster works in this centrifuge. case my hand is occupied but i can still do it um i let loose a guiding bolt on uh, the one who originally cast on me okay do that uh, that's an attack on the. Where did I put you? Yeah, just make a range attack. Yeah. Range attack. There we go. Uh, is it five? It's five. Twelve. Twelve. Which target was this? Uh, the one who cast on me originally and had the snake. Okay, you smash him with. What does a guiding bolt look like? Because you just destroyed him. It's a it's a searing spear of white light. It just ushers forth from uh, from I think his eyes. It's just oh, and that's cool, Iron Giant style. Yeah, <laughs> this probably should have happened last round, but we'll just kick it in now. You two guys in this place have advantage on everything you do. Oh, you, you got it. If there's any place you're going, <laughs> there's to, any yeah. place. This yeah. has got to be it. Uh, uh, yeah, you decimate. He drops. Oh! and crashes to the ground, actually maybe sliding across the floor, trying to catch up to you, uh, dead. Write that one down. Uh, <laughs> I the, claim this in the name of Cole. The <laughs> other one... Sweet! I feel a kill! <laughs> ducks underneath Caven, runs to swipe at you. Do I get a... Uh, swipes at you, uh, Vessel, and instead swipes around your hand and tries to quickly cut the bag loose from your hand. And if I get a 16 or higher, it will be a total 6. 14! He cuts the bag halfway through, <laughs> spilling coins everywhere, uh, and doesn't get the bag completely clean. Uh, the priestess lets go, and she falls, and she, oh no, and starts trying to get the coins piled up for easy use later, and Kaven. Kaven uh, whips around to swing at this guy who just got past him. All right, he turns around, anticipating it's coming, tries to parry. You would and have flanking, maybe? Yeah, with flanking, but <laughs> you already have advantage. So, so. yeah, double advantage. Um, there is double advantage in our system. Do you guys remember that? It hasn't happened much at all. Yeah. No, you don't get to roll it again, though. Oh. Uh, advantage, yeah, plus two. Plus two. An additional plus two. So that's tw uh, 21 to hit. 21 is a hit. And that's 10 damage. 10 damage? You What weapon do you use again? The Warhammer. Warhammer. Budgeting. 
you bring down your warhammer across his head, dent it in, and cause his neck to go at a horrifically Z-shaped angle, and he just drops to the ground unceremoniously. All right. Then you see a little snake slowly slither out from his sleeve, heading uh, towards the front door-ish. I go and I stomp the snake. All right. You squish the snake underneath your boots. The priestess shakes her head uh, and says, oh, and seems to come out of the spell what and did stops she say? what she's doing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. He stomped the snake. <laughs> <laughs> and all is quiet in the hall. Stomp the snake. Other priests start just as though they were expected to do. They start hauling the bodies to different rooms. <laughs> Not even the same room, just the nearest alcove. Uh, Pamets, uh, High Priest Pamets says, uh, Well done, Vessel. Using... Incursions happen often. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Huh? <laughs> he says, uh, no, but you've caught some thieves, it seems. Thieves using a darker magic. Um, Cabin asks the priestess, what is, what is your name? She says, I have a name that is known at. I am Priestess Nelos. Are you new here? I've not seen you at the temple. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what it sounds like. It is exactly what it yeah. sounds like. You come here often? <laughs> Damn it. I will worship all over. <laughs> I'm something of a guardian myself. <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal around here. <laughs> you know, if you want to get higher in the ranks. <laughs> She has a love of so many. Would you stomp the snake over <laughs> here? And Cabin is done for the night. <laughs> His oath is broken. Oh, we're counting that? Oh, wow. Not the only thing. It's going to be broken. <laughs> she says, no, I've, I've been here for uh, almost a year now. I've I've seen you from afar. Please do be careful about falling victim to such <laughs> yes, evil. Now clean this up. <laughs> <laughs> Watch what you're wearing. Don't go anywhere at night. <laughs> it's your Jesus. fault. If you... <laughs> I, she says, I, I don't know what happened. I'm so confused. You've not seen these men before. I have never seen them. Uh, Vessel examines them further to view the tattoo and... Uh, the different markings on them, uh, and try to place them in what he knows of. All right. You have no knowledge of anything. The tattoo uh, is of a snake. Um, uh, the blades, the daggers that they had, uh, are also have a snake uh, um, carved into the blade as well. You mentioned... Leonar Essenir. She shakes her head and holds it. Yes, uh, that one there. She points to Sir Crumpled Head. <laughs> he, that's 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 Me him. Off guard. Oh, oh god. He what? That was that's, him. That's him. This this man. Yes. You are certain. 
And High Priest Pamet rushes over and says, uh, This is not Leonar Asenir. I've never seen him before. Says Alistair. <laughs> oh, well, I was erasing, just like, you. He's erasing stuff. <laughs> um, just make sure I have it right. You were under quite a spell. Perhaps you can <laughs> take a couple of days to go and refresh your mind. Is, is I don't, I, Alistair, are you as wary as I am every time Tim's talking to this I'm lady? Just like, <laughs> and now I feel like I'm under a spell, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> every word. Are you sure you don't want to be the charisma-based person? <laughs> I am charisma. <laughs> well, you are using it well, my friend. You pre- want to creep out the poor young lady? Yeah. <laughs> Hammett says, "Yes, go, go get some rest. You've, you, you've earned uh, some, some time off. This has been troubling for you. We'll, we'll handle it from here." And he orders other priests to make sure the side doors are closed and locked, and uh, search around the outside of the temple and the city courtyard area. We should secure this offering. Hammett says, yes, uh, we need to get it right back to the uh-huh. right back to the church vault. And they scoop it all up and get it in the bag and take it down underneath the church. Um, Kevin asks Pemmet. He talks and says, as you're walking with him down there, uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Asenir has uh, donated quite a bit of money and is holding money here, but um, and we would certainly uh, offer uh, some of the money he's uh, the money he has uh, kept with us to him, but this is clearly not him. Has how long has this arrangement been in place? Uh, where the where the the church holds money. Uh, for him, several years, I believe. It's certainly not standard. No, um, I can't remember why High Priest Inmus had it done. Perhaps it was security or... Embezzlement. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I... I am curious, Have you have you heard from him? In the last few days, High Priest Inmus no. has passed quite some time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I pray every night. But... I took his job. <laughs> no, or, or ha, ha, have, have you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you seeing him right now? Is he in this room with us? <laughs> have you heard from Lord Asimir? Uh No, I have not. Actually, that's rather surprising. Yes. The uh, guildmaster, uh, Matan, he also is, I guess, concerned about him and his wife. If you hear anything, will you let us know? Of course. It is hours later, unless Vessel has something he wants to say or do. Um, no, not at this time. Go ahead. <laughs> Warily, no. The defense rests. <laughs> I mean, I did. <laughs> it is hours later. It is the early morning at the office of the Lord Mayor. Uh, Lord Mayor, uh, you are there. Lord Mayor Alivar, you were there in a quick dress, not looking your most formal. Um, this is not a morning you're looking forward to. 
or a day you're looking forward to. Uh, you were tired. It's been a long day before, an evening before. Uh, you were in your office, a uh, huge desk with, uh, again, you know, a, a huge amount of paintings and murals and just gorgeous accoutrement everywhere. And uh, running across the long office with the gorgeous polished marble uh, is Inmus. Uh, and he uh, pitter-patters over with a large tray with tons of different fruits carved in all sorts of different shapes, starfish, uh, perfect perfect spheres of oranges in every possible way um brings you coffee has everything ready for your uh breakfast and here here you go lord mayor thank you ellis uh i don't know if we have any more of the what was it called um coffee yes that's still around yes that I'll, would be great i'll get right on that and, thank you uh, uh commander lucal and the magistrate kane are are here oh, prompt sever course please let's see let them in uh, he runs off and opens the big door the big door that is to the office that has been used by lord mayor after lord mayor many 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 decades um and now it is run by you and today in comes commander lucal leader of the military forces in this part of the kingdom and magistrate kane the legal uh officer if you will of the city uh the commander is in his uh sweet formal polished armor weapon uh sword at his side the magistrates in a black robe with a big <clears throat> law book under his arm they come in together <clears throat> the commander stands tall um and says uh, good morning lord mayor good morning and the magistrate just nods an older fellow and the commander says <clears throat> lord mayor we no, you are asking for those uh, heroes, as some have called them, or criminals, as others have called them, to come this morning. We are here to give you the current situation. There are plenty of people that are already gathered to see what is happening at the uh, execution platform this morning. And I know I spoke last night, and I just want to reiterate, we need to get this situation resolved, and the sooner, the better. Um, we really need to get this past us. I have other work to be doing on behalf of the Queen, and I'm sure if she were to be contacted, she would think that this situation has gone on for far too long. Thank you. For that very direct and not at all veiled threats, Commander Lucal. <laughs> I appreciate your candor and your direct tone. I will remind you that this is Amithra, and I am the Lord Mayor here, and we have the Wizard Killer in our possession, who is not doing any harm, who is secured, and yes, is set for execution, which is probably going to happen today. However, there has been a potential development that might endanger the rest of Calavier, if perhaps even for Ren, if he is killed. It would be in bad conscience for me to ignore those types of warnings, and I'm sure Her Highness would agree. The magistrate says, uh, Lord Mayor, uh, might I also remind you that we have uh, two of those six people uh, currently also in the Tower of Dust uh, for uh, interrupting a legal execution. We have 
to decide still uh, what their fate is. I feel that that is a, uh, a great deal more important uh, situation to resolve. <laughs> Ship Brigade just high-five each other in prison <laughs> while they're shackled. Shackle. <laughs> 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 didn't take our powers. <laughs> I feel that's a very important issue to resolve and resolve uh, quickly. Yes. I think that is uh, ludicrous, says the commander. Uh, they have done very little compared to the real situation, which is the wizard slayer. Give them a slap on the wrist and let's move on beyond that. Now, we need to follow the letter of the law, and Lord Mayor, we need to really stick to that. And I do not want to overstep my bounds, but the laws are very clear in, in what needs to happen. And in particular, we have decided earlier that the wizard slayer should be condemned down into the Crescent Vaults, and now there's an execution stated. I might recommend that we stay off the execution entirely and return to the original plan of sending him down. That's stupid. We cannot be doing that in execution has already been set up, the people are waiting for it, and it has been decided. The execution needs to happen today. It does not need to happen today. It can happen at a later time or a juncture, and I'll show you, and if you look in here, and he opens up his book to a particular page and goes to a particular section, He's it can be decided by the magistrate. That's enough, both of you. Just, I understand that you have your reasons for being here, but I called you here because I need you to be witness to the conversation. I need you to understand why we are at this juncture, why everyone has stopped. So please, enjoy some fruits. Illis worked very hard to bring it in here. Some coffee's on the way, and my other guests will be here soon, and you can hear them out. Commander grabs hold of a very delicately carved starfish melon, bites into it, staring at the magistrate. The door a few minutes later opens with Inmus there, and he says, Lord Mayor, they are here. <laughs> a creepy grin. <laughs> Thank you, Willis. Please show them in. Twitch and a twinkle. He opens the door wider, <laughs> and in stride are six heroes, led first by Aragus Willoughby, who trips and falls. <laughs> He gets back up. Then, slow motion, the rest of the group comes in after that, and our team of heroes is all here. The two of you, Valamir and Aragus, were locked up in the Tower of Dust, but you have not been um, manacled in any way or magically restrained in any way. Mm. Um, and that has come by the commander um, as not thinking you will be a direct threat and yeah. trusting in you. Then I'm there at my own volition at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the six of you uh, walk in and you see the um, uh, commander is there, the magistrate is there, Inmus is there, and the Lord Mayor Alivar is Good there. morning, everyone. Thank you for being prompt and for making our, making our appointments. Uh, I'd like to introduce you, if you haven't met, this is Commander Lucal. This is Magistrate Kane, who you may or may not remember from yesterday. They're here because I would like them to understand why you stopped legal proceedings yesterday in executing a murderer. You feel like you have very just reasons. They don't. 
I would like you to explain that to them while I listen so that I can make a decision and we can get this all behind us. Are there any questions before we start? Fantastic. I will start with you, Almarin Greyspell III, as the wizard killer that is in the tower is your father, Almarin Greyspell II. Please be clear and direct. Uh, as you say, Lord Mayor, um, the reason why I stopped the execution uh, yesterday of my father was so that before that man is executed, you are able to gain the full knowledge and uh, information that we had to make the decision that you now, indeed, I believe, need to, Lord Mayor. Ridiculous. There are many magical mishappenings occurring at this moment, which I could go into great detail of, but of my father is privy to and has done research on for decades as his father before him as well. It has been a bit of a tradition of ours, if you will. So we are very knowledgeable in this. In what? What are you knowledgeable in that he has so much knowledge about? In the weaknesses of the ley lines, the challenges and the uh, ways that they can be uh, affected by others and the current state of the ley lines and the danger that they represent to uh, Varan. We've heard this all before. And it is as true now as it was when you heard it before. What is the uh, harm in, in holding off on this until there is more information, until what information can be got, gathered is gathered from my father to help save Varen? You were uh, alive during the Great War. You know these things to be possible. You have, in our time, in your living memory, you have seen or at least know that these things can and do happen to our realm and our kingdom. And we are again faced with a great peril. One that we are investigating and exploring and indeed have found to be a danger. And my father has information that is valuable, worthwhile, and perhaps critical to this research and our efforts to save Varen. You mentioned that last night. Your father has information. But you were also stating that he does not write any of this down. He doesn't journal it. He doesn't have a stash or information or a laboratory or a library in which he researches. He keeps it all in his head. There is, is that correct? Uh, much research at the family home, but uh, there is no written research upon him, uh, as it were. But if I um, could perhaps persuade him to relay that information, we would be able to uh, gather that as needed. How long would that take? Uh, it would depend. I cannot give a definitive answer. Perhaps days, perhaps Let's hours. Let's say it's a matter of life or death. How long would that take? 
Where does it end? <laughs> it's been two days of hold off the, the execution that I've authorized. It's been a week of holding off. It's been let's stay, let's extend it one more night. When does this end? It has to come to some sort of conclusion. The law is the law. Do you want blood or justice? I want the justice that has been decided upon and not these endless excuses. And if the decision made is not indeed true justice or would in or endanger the realm, would you still wish it? The decision is just for it was made by me. And if it is just but creates a situation which increases the danger to this realm is that what you truly desire the danger is good wizards have died and been killed and their killer still lives and i would not want you to be the next good wizard killed or perhaps you feel an extra bit of safety that you would not ever be a target I feel like you are implying that I perhaps am one now. But regardless, Lord Mayor, you had asked a question yesterday. And if I may answer that now. Yes, uh, Commander Magistrate, I asked them all to think about last night that if they were killed, what should happen to their murderer? Is that correct? That's the question you wanted to answer? Yes, Lord Mayor. Please, go ahead. And that question is indeed the very reason why a person should not be the arbiter of their own tribulations. I could no longer be impartial for such a thing, as, as um, and I could not be impartial to such a thing. This is why we have judges, very hesitantly looks at the magistrate and says, Magistrates. And Lord Mayors, uh, just for this sort of thing. And what I did yesterday, I did uh, so that you, Lord Mayor, can make this decision, but made with the full knowledge of the situation and the true threat that faces Varad. Uh, if there is any willingness to grant clemency, I do beg it of you. I implore you, Lord Mayor, judge this issue with knowledge. And wisdom. That is all that I ask. Thank you, Wizard Grayspell. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Any others? Would you like to comment? All of you seem to ask not why this is happening, but when will it end? Surely this is what unites everyone in this room and those who seek to do good out of this room. What we are asking for, what I will ask for, is one more conversation with the Wizard Slayer before his son speaks with him. I only hope to convince him that his son is his only chance to reclaim the name Grayspell for good. Otherwise, it will be tainted for this young man for the rest of his days. And those, and he looks to the commanding, the commander, who would already paint his name red, may regret that in the end when we are off facing these great dangers, with or without the information we seek. But we stopped the act yesterday. For the same reason I told you, we must act 
when we wish for the information that we need. Otherwise, we are shooting bullets in the dark. And I fear, without questioning him even one more time, that is all we will be doing. So I ask for one more conversation, and what you do with him after that, I'm afraid it may not be something Valamir wants to hear. However, banishing him to the vault, as the magistrate has requested again, I believe is the right answer than a public execution. This sort of barbaric show of of death is not something that I think the crowd needs, but simply something that they want in their lesser desires. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. The crowd, the people, they you tease justice and take it away from them, and now you say it's not needed. Justice needs to be meted out in front of them publicly. Only then will they feel truly safe, not that some mysterious magical demon has been locked away and they have no sight. You've made the right decision, Lord Mayor. We need to commit and follow through. If I may, Section 15 allows the loved ones of the accused to state their case, uh, which uh, Valamir Jr. here has done, but uh, having him uh, be uh, some sort of expert uh, on the situation uh, seems well outside the accepted practice, and I feel he should be excluded, uh, along with everyone uh, of his friends here. Then let us send for the Wizards of Azamir, as they are the other closest to an expert in the Thank you line. for your suggestion, Almarin. Uh, I have already done so. I've spoken with <laughs> Headmaster Videl, and he's spoken with another wizard who actually is from Azamir, and uh, both of them have, in fact, deferred to no longer speak with the prisoner, as they have done so from the previous time that we had that request when you were off investigating your father's uh, last crime scene. Uh, thank you also... Uh, Aragus, you're very welcome. So look like an Alistair to me. Uh, for your ideas and advice, uh, I will, however, agree with the commander. I believe that justice should be seen, justice should be known, and, and for those who have been in fear for literally weeks now of losing their loved ones and themselves, to see the killer come to his end and to know that this terror is behind them is the best way to restore peace and to restore calm. I am near done here, but I don't want to cut off anyone else. If you have anything else you'd like to say. Ward Mayor, if it were your father, Would you be saying these same words? Would you be thinking and feeling in the same way? What an interesting way to turn my question back on myself, Guardian of Selene. I will answer you with this. I would want justice to be done appropriately. I would want it to be done swiftly. And if there was revenge to be had, I would relish it if it were possible, especially if it were my own father. 
But if my father was the one who created heinous murders, who stole fathers from other families, who robbed children of their ability to grow up with their father, and destroying magic of the world in the process, then I would not only want it to be done, I would want it to be done quickly. And I would have a horrible time, and I would live with that as long as I possibly could, knowing that I would do everything in my power to not be like him. And never, ever try to pick up where he left off. Turn away from that, as it were, and find a new path for myself. That's what I would do, Guardian. If it were my father, it would feel horrible. I can't even imagine how bad it feels to know that he has done what I would consider to be an absolutely un unspeakable act to change the world forever for the lives of people in a very, very negative way. But I would want it to be dealt with so it wouldn't ever happen again to anyone else. If you had even one, one small inkling of doubt... that your father was guilty of such a thing would you be so decisive if you I... questioned one witness if you had one piece of evidence that didn't match up if you had questions unanswered if you could not with every ounce of your being say that a man is guilty and if that man was your father would you be so quick as to met out the justice I appreciate your perspective and the idea that it is one man and myself and my own feelings and emotions. But I need to remind you, Guardian, that I am the Lord Mayor of all of Almithra. I do not think about my life. I think about their lives. I think about the betterment of the town, and I think about where it's going to be centuries after I am gone, and decades even after. I am not here making this decision off of my emotions or my personal feelings. This is justice, and this is protection of the people of Almithra. At the word justice, Aragus kind of perks up, Lord Mayor, if most of these attacks happened in or near Canebrun, why was he brought here? Don't, don't get me started on that again, please. Commander, do you want to explain, please, if you can, in three sentences or less? We hunted, for the, convenience. We <laughs> hunted the criminal down across the kingdom always a step behind until we were able to anticipate where he last was, uh, just north of here in the city. And upon uh, acquiring him, took him to the nearest city for immediate uh, trial and uh, now execution. I think you bring up a very good point, Aragus, and something that I would like to divulge to this room alone. This is not just Almithra. Commander does not work for me. He works for our queen. 
And they have been hunting this wizard killer across the entire kingdom. And have lost some of our own men in doing so. And they finally got him. And the closest place they got him to was here. And we have a facility, the Tower of Dust, that can keep him. This is a decision that has been made. Thank you for your time. You have made this very difficult decision easier to do. And I have appreciated your opinions so that we can confirm our next steps. We are going to have the execution in two hours. I will allow each of you to speak with the prisoner for two minutes. You may say your goodbyes. You may ask your questions. And then he will be killed. And these two, Lord Mayor, he says, pointing to Aragus and Valamir, for their crimes of interrupting the execution yesterday. Their crimes of interrupting are nothing more than pleas of passion and of action with an attempt to get to an answer. A big book is slammed shut, annoyed. It is still my call and my action that they were following through on. The letter I gave them that allowed them to investigate the, the remainder of the crime scene, they were doing their final steps on. So they will be let free. And I imagine, Magistrate, that having one's father executed in front of them is likely quite a bit more significant punishment than anything we could ever deal out. Would you agree? The Rule 13 clearly states, Lord Mayor, Thank that... Thank you, Magistrate Kane. You can send that to me in a letter so I can read that later. <laughs> So I don't have to deal with that at the moment. This whole meeting could have been an email. <laughs> Everyone is dismissed. Thank you. Everyone is... May I say a final word, Lord Mayor? Escorted out except for Valamir. <laughs> Everyone pauses and looks behind as Valamir is not left. Lord Mayor, you spoke of protection for the people of Alminthra and the kingdom of Calavier. And I fear that this decision you have made today will lead those both to ruin. I will continue my father's search, but in my own way, in a way that is not his. I charge I you with this. Him. You did not cause your father's sins. You're not responsible for what he has done. But I now leave it to you to fix it. Yeah. Make the families right. Fix for Ren or whatever the magic is that's caused in it. But care for those that he harmed and turn it around. It's the only way you can make the world better. If you execute my father, Lord Mayor, you can charge me with nothing. And then I turn and leave. All right. The commander um, walks beside you, Valamir, and says... Was the commander the one that was really harsh? Or yeah. He's a harsh one, yeah. Mm -hmm. He says, I trust we will not be seeing you at the execution in two hours. If so, I request you to speak with one of my men and I will find a special VIP spot just for you. We have a box. 
or a block. <laughs> <laughs> we will be seeing each other again. And I leave. Head off. <laughs> All right. You guys have left the office of the Lord Mayor. Anything you would like to do over the next two hours? Oh, well, speak go. to my father. Yeah, we don't have to talk to you. I would like to go first, if that's okay. Sure. You guys are go back to the Tower of Dust. Very tall tower, tallest point in the entire city. You pass by the execution platform. Uh, there's two platforms there, and you can see as uh, ahead of you had ridden the commander and some other knights and stuff, and they start getting some uh, workers together. Essentially, the, the show's going on back on in a couple hours, everybody, so things are getting uh, set up, ropes being set out to keep the populace away. And you go in through the walls into the small little courtyard area towards the tower. A older guard comes out with some uh, keys and reaches out to grab hold of Aragus. And the commander says, no, they are free now. Just visiting. They tag. There's a little orange chance card. <laughs> And they let you all in. They take you into the tower, into a guard room area. And there are a bunch of other guards there. They're getting ready for the activities that will happen in about two hours. And you heroes are all there. Weapons are not allowed. Um, uh. <laughs> and you were all gathered there. And Kaven, you were going first. Is that actually, right? Actually, I'd like to wait. Uh, so it's been one hour. He was, he was first right up until everyone goes in. He's like, uh, you know what? You go ahead. You go ahead. I'd like to wait until it's been one hour. One hour. Okay. All right. Huh. Yeah, Kaven's dragging his feet. Uh, Aragus will go. Aragus, you are escorted up many spiral stairs all the way to the very top. There, there's a couple uh, windows in this hallway that heads towards a big, serious-looking door. You can see the city for miles out these windows. Then you go to the door. There is a wizard there who touches the door, and magical symbols around the door arch light up and then fade away. The door's creaked open. Multiple guards there. You go inside and see that... Hannibal Lecter cage type thing there of magical energy. You see uh, Valamir Almerin Grayspell the second is there, and he looks uh, bedraggled, his head low, his hair disheveled. Uh, this magical field around him, uh, maybe like a thirty by thirty uh, magical field cage, if you will. And he raises his head upon seeing you, and says, "You don't look like." An executioner. Quite the opposite, in fact. You're here because of me. And what brings you here, Aragus? Nothing good, old chap. Nothing, nothing you want to hear, but something you must. I am here on behalf of your son. And only that. The only reason you are still alive is because of Valamir Almerin Grayspell III, wizard extraordinaire. Your son told me little of your relationship in our years of knowing each other. I feel there are many reasons for that, but of the most important was that you were not there for him when he needed you most. I don't say that to call you out. Lord knows fathers are only as good as they can be to their sons. It is, however, 
a matter of perhaps coincidence. I don't believe it to be coincidence. I believe it to be fate that your son has taken up interest in the very thing that you have been fighting your whole life for. The answers you seek are the same answers your son seeks now. Your paths unfortunately crossed all too late. Late for him in able, being able to save you, late for you in getting to know the real Valamir, who hungers not for a great love or a great passion, but for knowledge. He is a wizard at heart. He seeks all the spells he can. He seeks to perfect those spells. I've never seen someone shoot missiles quite as accurately as your boy. Those automatically target, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, he doesn't quite know that, I don't think. <laughs> he doesn't. We we, good job, Al. Good magic missile. I don't think he caught up to that far. Uh, Arch. No, Valamir. What I'm asking of you now is nothing easy. But the information that you have could save your son's very life, his reputation, and the world that he lives in. You have been hiding information from the world without writing it down, without scoring it, without scribing it, keeping it all in your head. This has only done the world more damage, the reverse of what you seek. You must, in the time you have left, give your son a direction to go. If it is to your home, to a secret bunker you have somewhere, to a different wizard with information similar to yours. You've claimed that you are the only one with this information. It will die if you do not pass it on. And I feel that your son is the right inheritor of that information. I believe he is the only one who understands this magic, although it has changed each of us. And he, again, kind of shows the, the scar and the, the ley line uh, effects. It is your son who will solve this great mystery. It cannot be you, Valamir. We've tried convincing even the Lord Mayor to drop you into the vault. Though we, not know, we know not where it goes, or what will happen to you there. That failed, and I'm sorry to say that, but your time is up. But the Grey Spell name can go on. It will go on. You have to decide how that happens. Well, you're right. It is too late, as you say. But you're wrong as well. The gray spell name will go down with me. That lawyer in the black robe is keen to make that happen. And while a loss does not hold a candle to the work that I've done, which has taken a lifetime to reach this point. And it is too late for the relationship that Val and I have missed. 
but I think he understands, as it too is secondary to the lifetime of work. And that brings us to your request and where you are wrong. There is no vault or book for me to pass on. It has taken me decades to reach this point. It would take a similar amount of time for someone else so dedicated to unravel it. My work is there in my study. There's no secret place, secret hiding location. The secret is finding the commitment to believe, to sift through what is there, to understand the formulae, to reach the same conclusions. It is, it is, it is an education that is needed about what is happening with the magic, not just a secret to be revealed. And that secret being revealed to my son is not the one thing that can be done by him. Carrying on the name is not the one thing that can be done by him. If I'm to be executed in the next few days, there is only one thing that can be done by him, and he has chosen not to do it. Can you pass on some words to him for me? Tell him that I will miss him. I will miss his mother that I have not done this to harm either of them and that I love them very much. And that it is unfortunate it has come to this, but it is a price I have always been willing to pay. And I hope my one request is that one day they can come to that realization as well. I think he always understood the passion, the interest, but, and he's gonna try to use a little bardic magic here. All right. However, the one thing that really could have put him over the edge was love. All you need is love. That was something he did not receive. And something I believe is paramount to this great mystery. And Arius walks out. All right. So I'm the way that I am because <laughs> my father didn't let me. No, that's good. <laughs> and those last words were meant to be unsettling words, which will cause him to lose a d6 on his next saving throw. Okay. You cast a spell uh, upon him, and you head out the door. You are escorted by a couple guards back downstairs, where you see your friends are gathered quietly in the guardroom at the bottom of the middle of the uh, Tower of Dust. That was a long two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> Just this afternoon, in fact. <laughs> Um, <laughs> who's next? <laughs> and I'll, I'll share with Valamir what he said. He mentioned that he will miss all of you. 
I don't think he knew you were coming up next. <laughs> uh, but if nobody is this is, this is the price that he was willing to pay. And I'll share that with the group. All right, the group has been shared with Fiona. You are heading up. Yeah. All right, you walk all the way up the stairs through the main hallway see the great view magical doors open you step through see his giant room with a prison area within it magically shielded the doors close behind you a watch is looked at closely by the person <laughs> on the other side and but he, he didn't wind it still no. and, <laughs> and he raises his head and says who are you <laughs> I'm a friend of your son's. And I've heard I've heard many things about you. Many things from him and from other people. Most of the things I've heard I don't like. I find your actions a little suspicious. But I wanted to hear your side. Your son has blind devotion to you. Your fate is sealed. You will be executed today. Today? Now tell me. Tell us. Convince me. That you are not a madman. That your actions were just. Give me proof of your cause. Not only for me, but for your son and for his other friends. No. <laughs> okay. And... Fiona leaves. Okay, oh, you walk oh. out. The door closes. The person you still had a minute. Yeah, you <laughs> still. Had... <laughs> you got like a minute forty. I, I, I use that time. <laughs> I yield my time. Yeah, yeah. I my time. <laughs> the gentleman can have my time. <laughs> Fiona comes down much sooner than anyone expects with grand news. <laughs> I understand. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, nothing. I... I would not have suspected otherwise of my father. I will speak with him. Are you going up? Yep. All right. Stairs, hallway, view, magical door. You are stand before your father as the door is closed and a watch is checked. The door is sealed. A exhausted-looking father looks up again and seems a little surprised. It's you. Hello, Father. I am sorry. I have failed you. Again. You are correct. The ley lines are being affected. And I did what I could for your situation, but I can do no more for you. I am sorry. Though I will continue your efforts in my own way through my own path as I have always walked and I know great danger now faces us and it faces this realm and made even more so 
because of what is about to happen to you. And I wish I could do something to prevent that. But it is impossible now. But I implore you, trust in your son and provide to me any information that you might that can help us. I cannot save you, Father, but I might yet be able to save this realm. So you believe what I have fought for? I do, Father. Then have you considered what I asked the last time we spoke here? For that is something you can do and can help the kingdom and the world. And all <coughs> you need to do is reach out your hand and I will get free of this tower and carry on my work. And damn me in that moment because I will be guilty of releasing you and then I will be killed. I have gone through a great deal to be here and damned myself for this. I know you have, Father. Have you not the same courage? Have I not been around you long enough? Have we been too distant that I've not passed that trade along? It is not a lack of courage, Father, but a wisdom that you may have never possessed. <laughs> I'll have a seat then. <laughs> Gain a hero point for that. Thank you. <laughs> and I hate to say that, but what you have done, I cannot save you from, Father. But I will continue your work, and I will do what I can for this realm. But I will not do it through the methods that you have. I will do what I have always done and create my own path. You have done many things for me, Father. You have taught me a great many things. Many of them good. And I thank you for everything you have done. And I cannot... The biggest regret that I have is not being able to do what you wish. And that will live with me for all time but I cannot I have thought those thoughts myself years ago and so I hope when you reach this point he says pointing to his chest that when you reach this point you are able to better convince your son to the truth than I have Time's up. That's two minutes. I love you, Father. I am sorry. And out you go. He does not say anything as you leave. Valamir comes down. How'd it go? Uh, about how you would expect, I believe. You know, Cole, you sound like the guard upstairs. What a bit. <laughs> Aragus is like, I would like to go again. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Got it. Let's try. The hard thing. 
Has it been an hour? Mm hmm. All right. He will give no more information. There is none for him to give, I don't believe. But if you, those that would wish to speak to him, may, but there is nothing more to gain, in my opinion. Caitlin, it's been an hour. What you up to? Uh, I go up there, and this might be a huge waste of time, but I cast Atonement. So you're going up to yes. the, the father. Okay. I you, go up. You are standing before him. Is it a touch spell? It is. <sighs> He's inside the magical bubble. He is. You're in a sealed room. Can I reach out? And touch the second. Well, you stand before him, first of all. Mm -hmm. And what do you say? I'm, I'm sorry it has come to this for you. And for Varen as well. I believe in your work. Because I trust your son. May I cast a blessing on you in your final hour? He makes note of your religious symbol of Selene and nods. Nods affirmative? Yes. And can I reach out and touch him? Is that Am I physically able to do that? You reach out uh, to the barrier, and he stands there awkwardly and puts his hand close to the barrier. When you touch the barrier, it injures you. Essentially, a point of force damage every second your hand touches it, and he does not touch it uh, at the same time. Um, Cast your blessing for what it will do. Please touch my hand for me to be able to impart this blessing on you. He shakes his uh, make a persuasion roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> persuasion. Fuck. I'm using a hero point because that was a three. That was a <laughs> pussy ass persuasion. <laughs> Use the wrong somatic. That was a 20. Natural 20? 23? Yeah. All nice. right. He shakes his head no, then grits his teeth and reaches out his hand and goes, Argh! and pushes his hand through to touch yours. And I cast Atonement. Touch one million creature whose alignment has changed. So this is the ceremony spell, yeah. which whose casting time is one hour. Oh, fuck. I, I prepped. Yeah. And then it's an instantaneous. So you've been casting. So you've been casting the whole time. You've been doing this priestly murmur, following the guard <laughs> up the stairs, this murmur going across the hall, the murmur through the door, talking to him. So I need to blah, 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 touch you for a second. Blah, blah, blah. Would you like a blessing? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Please touch my blah, blah, hand. Blah, blah, blah. Please. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly like that, I think. <laughs> and then right up the right Can we re-roleplay that whole scene? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and right at that moment, he reaches out. He reaches out. Oh! Against his better judgment, he decides to go through with this as he knows his end is nigh. He reaches out. Your hands touch just briefly. Uh, you take five points total force damage through the process. And through cast a releasing ceremony, you cast atonement upon him. Would you like to describe what that does? So I make a wisdom check. And if I succeed, then if his alignment has been changed, then it restores his original alignment. This is an insight check, DC 20. <laughs> yeah, wisdom. Ugh. You got another hero point from last week. Do I? Didn't you? I thought, didn't you get two? No. Oh, okay. I have my one. Um, gotcha. That is only a 15. All right. He takes his hand back. Well, for what it was worth. Uh, <laughs> that's the end. No, it's not. Well, that was a thing. <laughs> no, I'll wait on the other ones. Um, Just give me another hour, baby. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so you make the wisdom saving throw, or he makes the wisdom saving throw? It's, a, it's a wisdom check. And you make a DC, a DC 20. Check. Yeah, the caster looks like. Oh, damn. Um. I I hope it's peaceful for you. <laughs> Keep an eye on Valamir. He's going to need it. I will, and for the time you remain with us, I will also keep a close watch on you. He nods. For the next 20 minutes. <laughs> yep. Uh, you head downstairs. Hour and 58 minutes. <laughs> that was super ballsy. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Dried. And don't you have one too many uh, hero points, Valamir? Yeah. So you got to bounce it to someone. Oh. Other than Tim. Other than Tim. Oh, goodbye. Tim, Tim was maxed <laughs> at the time you received it. <laughs> Who's not maxed? Vessel gets that one. All right. You got a hero point. Thank you. You know what? Vessel, don't do that. Vessel... Denies your take your that back. <laughs> it's just been happening too often. Too many cool things have been happening. We're permanently increasing the cap to two. Nice. <laughs> Retroactively, <laughs> the cap to two. The starting oh, still at so one. All right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, okay. Anything else happening? Um, Valamir's got a spot. Uh, where the ex like outs he, outside where the execution is going to be? You don't want to do the Gallagher row? No. Oh god. Or wherever <laughs> the I mean, because the commander had a place for you, right? The, the VIP. Uh, no, I'm accepting place. nothing from uh, anybody in the city at this point. Okay. I'm, I'm not interested in interacting with any authority that had anything to do with. Why do you keep uh, staring at me? Executing my what? father. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> He didn't choose the role, all right? The role <laughs> chose <him. laughs> All right, a crowd has been gathered, not as big as the last one because this is uh, a little bit shorter notice, but uh, uh, easily 100, 150 people or so are gathered outside the tower walls. There are two platforms set up. There is a magistrate, some uh, town officials there. Um, uh, High Priest Pamet is there. Is the Lord Mayor there? Yes, she is there. there. Um, um, see your handiwork. Oh, mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Valimer, you are in attendance, is that right? Yes. All right. Where are you located? Uh, within a certain range. <laughs> <laughs> it might be 30 feet, it might be 60 feet, might be 120. Uh, somewhere within 30 feet. Oh, oh right. of, of, do you see of my father. Yeah. Okay, that is very close, right at the front of the yep. audience there. Uh, there are a bunch of guards, some rope cordoning off the audience. Then there's a clear 20 foot, 20, 30 foot space between the execution platform. There's an executioner with a hood and a big axe and a block there. A couple more guards. Um, you can hear murmurs as the door to the tower opens up and guards uh, come out. The rest of you are right next to Valamir, somewhere else. Caven is at the steps of the platform. Caven is somewhere where he can one more time cast a blessing upon Valamir 2 okay. as he walks by. Okay. Ergus is next to some kid with a John 316 sign. Cole is taking up his original position behind Valamir, giant hand on shoulder, so he can he can shield you from it. Uh, it worked, didn't work quite as well last time. Yeah, Valamir will um, attempt to forcibly remove the hand. Sure. It, attempt. Yeah, I, just swat hovering. Just waiting. Caven, this is much harder to time since you don't have control of exactly when he comes out. So it may or may not time correctly as he goes by. It, it's okay. Okay. Uh, as he's still some distance before, even before even approaching the platform. Valamir, you are spotted by the commander, Lucal, and he snaps his fingers and barks some mortars and points at you, and uh, one knight and three town guard um, quickly walk over to you. And um, they lift up the rope, and the knight uh, of the Order of the Vigilant who's there says, uh, You are to come with us. I have no interest in coming with you. He says, it's by order of the commander, Lucal. Am I being detained? (laughs) 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 Audit the audit. You're being a VIP. I think you'll find. I know my rights. (laughs) (laughs) He's got his iPhone out real fast. (laughs) Stop it first, motherfucker. He says, you will come with us. I have no interest in doing so. The knight looks back at the commander on the platform. I give the commander as an intimidating a look as I can, which might Just not be particularly you. intimidating. <laughs> the commander nods at the knight, and the knight grabs a hold of you and pulls you th- underneath the rope. The uh, rope. I don't resist. Okay. Uh, and they pull Valmir uh, out. He's resisting! <laughs> <laughs> Billy <Clark> stop resisting! <laughs> I said stop resisting! <laughs> right, everyone relax. He's it's a, a ma- white guy. He's it's a fine. white male human. <laughs> Settle down. We're going to hell. <laughs> they... We're allies, we swear. <laughs> They take you out and bring you over to the um, platform with the mayor, the high priest, the commander, and now the knight and several of the guard. And, Valamir, you are stood next to the commander. Um, You see, just as you were brought up there, oh, the commander then says, you'll be staying close to me for this one. Do not speak to me again. And I turn away. All right. The gate uh, f- 
Uh, from the walls around the tower are open, and through it come a circle of guards with a, another circle of wizards again. You've seen this before that are the uh, graduate students from the uh, Luminae University that are waiting to dispel anything that's cast. Your father is there. His hands are magically bound behind him. And he is walked uh, through uh, the around the two platforms, marched towards the execution platform. Wooden, uh, hastily put together. The crowd's there. There's murmurs. People are quiet. They even step back a bit as he approaches the front lines, worried about what magic he may unleash upon them. He is brought around. Um, the commander, who's on the other platform, there's two platforms. The commander draws his bastard sword. Uh, is that an appropriate word? Yeah. Draws bastard his sword. sword. No. His fatherless son sword. Yes. <laughs> if only my sword had a father. Dead beat sword. <laughs> He draws his bastard sword and then stabs it into the wooden platform in front of him and holds on to it and casts uh, a glance at you, Valerie. Not looking at the prisoner, he's looking at you, Valerie. He's hitting it hard. <laughs> and you see your father comes out uh, and the high priest Pamet uh, leans over and to you, Valamir, and says, Soline will watch over him. Piss off. <laughs> Your alignment is shifting. Yeah, he went the wrong way. Uh, After this, I'm building a Death Star. I just want you all. <laughs> Uh, there is the circle of people going Villain by, origin story. Uh, but there's not an easy way to touch. You would have to go past a circle of guards and uh, low-level wizards. I, 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 I approach them and that would also mean going under the rope and okay. into the. <laughs> I go. I, I go under the rope very. Um, Guard puts his hand out the, on against your chest. Back behind the rope. I am only going to cast a blessing in the name of Celine. That's not how that sounds. I am only. It's just, this is not. No, this is not a. a uh, it's not an hour-long casting ritual. No. Okay, all right. Uh, he says back behind, and he pushes. He tries the yes, push. Yes, he doesn't get you far, but he's not letting you pass. Um, like how many? Ugh. Like. How long do I have to just rush past the guard? Oh my god! Oh, Pamet's gonna love that. I'm just. I just want to know. I just want to know what the what the logistics of this would look like. Okay, so they are within three seconds going to pass you entirely. Uh, there is you, just on the other side of a thin rope. There is a line of guards between you, uh, the, essentially the crowd and this 30-foot space between the crowd and the platforms. Uh, there is one guard with his hand next to you. There's a guard five feet to his right and left, but they're not in okay. front of you. I yell out, I bellow out, allow me to cast a blessing in the name of Soline. Okay, you do so. You, uh, Valamir, hear a gasp to your right uh, from High Priest Pamet. <laughs> The Lord, the commander says, arrest that man, <laughs> pointing at you. And the 
guard uh, says, uh, uh, get, get, get down on your knees, you're under arrest. And you see a knight from the Order of the Vigilant coming with a few more guards. I don't get down on my knees, but I just hold my hands in front of my All right. Valamir the second passes by with his entourage. And uh, I said, uh, on your knees. The Knight of the Order comes over and says, you are under arrest. And has manacles out. And is kind of waiting. <laughs> hoping, hoping, I think is the word. I cast command. On his side of the rope, Cole kind of wow. sweeps through the waves of people to get up to Caven. Okay. I cast command on this dude. Okay. You cast command. And he does a... You guys thought it was going to be me that caused this problem. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, not the paladin. He means well. Uh-huh. Argus is just in the back. Cracker Jacks! Peanuts! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how does this work? I know... Pop off, Toby! <laughs> Wizard killer puppets. The head comes right yeah. off. Can a guardian be Wizard unmade? Slayer stress a guardian. I'm oh, sure go. they can. And it's a wizard We're about save. to see it. It's wisdom. This save. part comes from this part, unmade guardian. Uh, okay, um, you're casting command. It takes one action. You wave your hand. Say the uh, right of command. He must make a saving throw. Even don't. Who's He's making the wisdom saving throw? Uh, a this was on a the guard. knight, is that right? It was on whoever was trying to order The knight has the manacles. That is a total yep. of 15. Damn. wiser than I thought. He's a knight of the vigilant. Knight of the vigilant. Uh, okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> All right, so your command fails. Uh, he then says, magic! And you are oh. jumped on by one, two, three, four, five guards that tackle you to the ground and then the knight is forcibly uh, putting your hands in these manacles. He's not having to force me. Okay. And Cole... He's, he's doing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I Stop said don't resist! Stop resisting! <laughs> and Cole, you see at your feet is your brother. You're on the other side of the, the little rope and your brother is tackled and is now manacled and is being l slowly lifted up to his feet. I said arrest him! Um... Oh, God, Kevin. I will be okay. Kevin is whisked, whisked away. <laughs> away. Whisked? Whisked, whisked, whisked away. away from the proceedings. Oh, all right. Your father <laughs> is taking up the execution platform, and there is uh, a... Uh, again, the executioner's there. He walks over and whispers something into your father's ear that no one can hear. Your father then is, uh, not forcefully, but pushed down to his knees in front of the block. The magistrate... Uh, leaves, uh, actually walks up to the executioner's platform in his black robe with his uh, gray beard and says, We are here to observe the meeting of justice from the city of Almithra and from the law of the queen upon this man, Valamir Almerin Graysbell II. Whoo, got it! And <laughs> we are here to not only see justice 
for the queen, but for the people. He has been convicted of the crime of murder on 12 counts of murder. He will be executed until dead. It doesn't make sense. That doesn't work. That's lethal injection. He will be executed today by order of the Lord Mayor and the Magistrate of the City of Almithra. He also looks a little nervous over at you, Valmir, as your mm -hmm. father has his uh, has lowered his head upon the executioner's block by the executioner. And the magistrate steps back and says, so justice will be done. And he has a sc another scroll he gets out ready for the next step. The executioner then takes his axe, steps back, and puts it right against the neck of your father. I, I'm not going to do anything to interrupt it. What I, what I, what my intent is is to cast a minor illusion so that the last, you know, that that gives my father a a sight at at his last moments, which is an idealized version of mother, um, and a little bunny right beside him. All right. You cast that illusion. You are able to get that illusion off before a metal gauntlet grabs onto your wrist and you are pulled nose to nose by the commander who looks at you and looks around at the chaos that does not happen, wondering what the hell you just cast. As I'm face to face with him, my father did not believe in your intentions or your motives. If they are not pure and just, you will pay. And the commander says, look upon payment for justice. And he pushes you to look over at the execution as the axe is raised high and the axe is swung down low and cuts through the head of your father who is killed. No. Magistrate Kane says... Justice has been delivered. So ends the life of Valimir Almerin Grayspell II. And so forth. The name Grayspell will be stricken from the kingdom of Canabrin and shall never be spoken again. And he steps down. There's quietness, and then there's. Behold, Valamir Whitespell! <laughs> <laughs> if that's not in, dude, you're out of the party. <laughs> uh, the crowd kind of murmurs. Some people are like, yay, there's a little bit oh of clapping. Oh, my God. They're not sure how to respond. Uh, Valamir, you see your father dead upon the execution block. Um, no solace comes from anyone as you've burnt plenty enough bridges there mm -hmm. and we will take our break there we will be right back and see what happens next it is 36 hours later it is evening time at the church of Soline. the doors are closed yet again to worshipers there are a dozen priests. All the priests are gathered around the main hall in the pews. The high priest Pamet is there, and sitting uh, in the front and center pews there are Caven uh, and Vessel. 
High Priest Pamet looks uh, sweaty and apprehensive. And he says, Cave in Boulderfall, it took quite a bit of effort to convince the magistrate and the commander to set you free and drop the charges upon you. Charges were an interruption of an execution and of public affairs, if you were asking. <laughs> Tim gets his headset on. Forgot I needed this. <laughs> no, no, no! I will speak for you. Hold. <laughs> this has been quite an ordeal for the city and for the church itself, and as well for our uh, guardian. It seems that the strength of the church uh, has not grown with Guardian Boulderfall and has weakened. And your efforts to disrupt the execution and create multiple scenes and go against the advice of your high priest has put me and Soline in an awkward position. And so we are here to claim the end to the guardian of Soline over this church. And you, Caven, will no longer hold that title. Is this holy command understood? Who is telling you to say these things? He looks away from you and does not answer. There I... is strength that is needed. Strength in muscle, in grit, and above all, character needed in the Guardian of Soline to follow through on what is needed by Soline by the queen and by the people and their church. What is needed more than... And we feel... Where was Soline when my father died? Oh. <laughs> and we feel that those traits are well exemplified by you, Vessel. <laughs> well, that's a double stab in the back. <laughs> and ask for you to take this heavy mantle... And to become the guardian of Soline. And we have all spoken and agreed upon this, he says, pointing to the other priests. And hope you will join this valuable title and journey to go upon to help the city and the church. Who, who are these other priests, by the way? The priests underneath them. Can Vessel even be a guardian? Sure. That was, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone can, except gnomes. Oh. <laughs> okay. They just got a thing. <laughs> Too small. Uh, Vessel rises to his feet. Vessel has provided, er, uh, Celine 
has provided many paths. Many are unexpected and yet lay before us. I do not find shame in what Boulderful has accomplished. His heart is well. If it is the decision to pass along this mantle, then I will accept for Selene. And it is, and so it shall be. And he opens up a wooden box and takes out a shiny new necklace made of silver and takes it over to you and waits for you to get lower. Okay. And then he puts it over your head and says, A new guardian of Soline is upon us, and we welcome the strength and commitment you bring in her name. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll welcome guardian vessel. <laughs> and you hear some yay, yay cheers from everyone in the room. I voted for him. No. Cave no, in. not from everyone. <laughs> Caven stands up and he takes his cloak off. And he... Um, he hands it to Vessel, and he nods, <laughs> and then he walks over and faces Pemmets and puts his hand on his warhammer, and says, "Now, I am free to show you true strength." <laughs> Pemmet looks visibly concerned by this. <laughs> he says, "Boy, we're making friends all around." <laughs> he says, "Cave and I." Do not understand this. You have sworn an oath. An oath to patience and an oath to peace. I caution you to do not... I was exercising my oath when I was taken to jail, and you did not see that. May Soline forgive you. May Soline forgive you. And then he just walks away. All right, and Caven walks out. Vessel is cheered as Caven <laughs> walks out. <laughs> and Caven has no ill will towards Vessel. Yes. But he does. Uh... Vessel drops the cloak. <laughs> Stomps on it. Lose the pancakes immediately. <laughs> we go to waffles. Closed for breakfast. <laughs> but it's a breakfast shelter. <laughs> Be back exactly. in 15. It is now Vessel's House of Bingo. <laughs> and debauchery. <laughs> Bingo! You get debauchery. Uh, Vessel just grabs from the donation urn. Vessel's House of Bingo and debauchery. <laughs> Strip Bingo. <laughs> Uh, oh. All right. You wow. are cheered upon, Vessel. Uh, Pamet, again, uh, extols how excited he is to have you uh, support the church. And uh, he does question at one point. Um, a question I ask of all the Guardians. Uh, will you be focusing your energy within the city with us? Or will your uh, protection of Soline uh, be much broader? It will certainly be much broader. But when I visit the city, I will let you know. Well, I have every confidence you will not only protect 
those within Soline's light and those without, but also represent her most notably. In Soline's name. And High Priest Pamet uh, finishes off the ceremony. Everyone's happy. Everyone's free to go their own way. He retires to his room and sits down and then really starts to question what in the hell he is doing. Uh, sometime later, you guys are gathered. Let's say the next morning after that, the group is gathered uh, at the Welcome House, the inn, uh, the other not-so-far-away part of town. Uh, it's uh, in the morning. You are gathered around eating some breakfast. Uh, the portly uh, lady who runs the place, Grace, is there, and she says, Oh, why are you all looking so glum? It's going to be a beautiful day today. Here, here, more muffins. Thanks, Grace. Thank you. A couple of us aren't feeling quite ourselves. I'm sorry to hear that. World just didn't work out the way you expected always to all the time, you know? Well, perhaps a, a, a jaunty tune might help, huh, Ergus? Oh, maybe. Would anyone else like to hear a song? He kind of gestures to the rest of the people in the bar. Yeah. What do you have? Do you know Rubber Ducks? Oh. Freebird. <laughs> I've been playing that one since this was the fresh duck. Yo-ho, ding-dong! <laughs> Come on, Eurovision? No? <laughs> Sorry. I could do Baby any shark. number of those. <laughs> Let us do... You there, dwarf! How about an old one for you, my friend? Raise your mugs, you drunken lugs, and sing a song of ale! For dwarves we are with hearts of stone and beards as thick as ale. We'll drink our fill to dwarven brew and sing until we're hoarse. And if a human tries to join, we'll kick them from the sauce. Keep going on for a little while. All right. You I just, really expected him to say an honorary yes. dwarf, I approve. <laughs> I that always throws me off. Uh, the crowd, even though it's early in the morning, are into it. Everyone here uh, in the inn uh, restaurant area is tapping their toe along with it, except Valamir and Caven, who have suffered some recent losses. They, I don't know, nurse their drinks. Uh, yeah, Valamir's drinking for sure. Caven's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not. Caven's midline he's not morose or anything but he's drink <laughs> <laughs> the command is given uh -huh. vessel you have some information i think to share if you choose to yes look so, at my necklace <laughs> yeah i never seen the necklace the new guard is. <laughs> <laughs> i think yes. i can get like 50 gold for this thing <laughs> that's a continual light spell right there um i don't have to wear the necklace do i yes <laughs> it's, it's required the position it's honorary really um uh Vessel. So you know who the guardian of the A team was. Yeah. Then. <laughs> I pity the non-believer. <laughs> um. Uh, vessels. I guess we're all sitting together, just some mm -hmm. quiet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sits alongside Caven. There's been disturbing developments at the temple. Some 
individuals who use what would be snake magic of sorts? Sure. Desecrated the inside of the temple, attacking acolytes and priests, having snakes under their command, and uh, tattoos of same. This is the first time I had seen them, but they were very brazen about this. Especially the assault on the priests. Something to keep an eye out for. The assaults the other night? Yes. What? They were magic users? Yes. I. The details escaped me. What happened? These individuals came in demanding money, but took more action by threatening and attempting harm. On Caven, myself, and another acolyte. They had a snake in their possession, uh, which I believe was destroyed, but they seemed to be emblazoned with a snake uh, tattoo. Did you find who they were working for, or was it just a rogue bandit? Their actions required elimination for the assaults on the priests. And you say it was snakes that they carried with them? Yes. This sounds eerily similar to what we found in the Asenir hole. There were statues of snakes in the ruckus. Could it be a loose connection at best? Possibly. But again, they were brazen. No respect for what they did. All they wanted was the coin, however. The actions taken afterwards seemed to be just an extension to their crime. Well, I've graffitied the outside of a church in my youth, but this goes beyond Kuth. That's your inside voice again. I'm sorry, I thought I was sending a message to Valerie. (laughs) (laughs) We certainly should investigate this. I mean, do we have to, though? Like... I'm not really a Church of Selene kind of guy, and neither is my brother anymore. So, like, we really don't need to worry about so much what the church does, right? Like, we can do other things, like go find ley lines or money, because money would be good. A couple of jobs for that, I think. I'm pretty confident this place is going to start billing us soon. Grace is great. Uh, she keeps a really mean record. I'm doing my best to sort of feed the bill with songs and giggles. But Don't stop. You're doing it, great. It won't last much longer. I'm running out of notes. You're saying I eat a lot of eggs. Grace uh, knows. Vessel, you are the newly... Says it kind of gently to Kevin. You are the newly appointed guardian. What takes precedence... For you, I can guess, but I feel we must know. Every time they say new guardian, we drink. (laughs) (laughs) Tax against the temple are not to be forgiven lightly, but they can be dealt with on a moment-to-moment basis. Fiona, you clearly have a much stronger 
uh, need. Fiona, you've been taking all of this in. You have a vested interest in Vessel's safety and where he goes. What would you do? Of course. Um, I mean, I feel like the city's getting a little hot around the collar for some of us. <laughs> some of you. Um, it may not be bad to to further investigate some of the uh, uh, the murder sites. Um, but this is kind of what we call home, and if there is a a threat to the church or to the city, we are here now. And Cole, your reputation as a champion of the city doesn't go without notice. May it be in the underworld of the city, proper, I imagine so, but still, you do have a stake as this is your home too. Sure. You've mentioned traveling the ley lines. I I understand your concern with looking after your brother. But I feel a, a quest, a mission. The reason we all came together. That might be the reason and the thing to keep us together in a time like this. I might agree with Fiona in going out and finding more of these ley lines to take care of. Almithra may be at threat, but there are greater things happening. It seems we've already stepped a toe into that pool. Valamir, do you think the world's going to end? This got deep real quick. <laughs> because look, I wasn't there for this, but I know that we went to go to the place that your dad killed the other wizard because the world was going to end, and we saw all sorts of crazy things happen. We had to fix a ley line, and I had to punch this thing that was floating with a bunch of eyes. Is there more of that out there? Because if there is, then we should look for how to fix that. Remember, there's that star seer out there, and they said that if we think that there's real darkness coming... Or if there's something that's going to be a threat to ourselves and the world, to seek out the Starseer. So I want to ask you, do you think the world's going to end? Oh, uh, yes, indeed, it will. Indeed. Snakes, you say? I wonder what... I've always wondered this question and has mystified me for some time, um, in Merrick's Matriarchs, Mastodons, and Medusas, they talk about Medusas, and I've always wondered what the pubic hair is made out of. Is it snakes? I think it must be snakes. Yes, it is snakes. Yeah, the world's gonna end all right. <laughs> Are you the new guardian? <laughs> One thing I read drink, about drink, that drink. Book, one thing I read about that book about Medusa is you never want to stare at the one-eyed monster. In the words of Peter Griffin, when I look at those stupid sexy Medusa, I get just rock hard. <laughs> I indeed would like to pursue 
my father's research, but it does seem like killing some cultists in the city might be of benefit to to us. He says through bloodshot eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't been sleeping much lately, and maybe, you know, bouts of crying here and there, and screaming every now and again. All right. Cool, do we... <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know how to say this. Uh, Drink. But do we still <laughs> owe uh, that favor to the guildmaster? A lot has happened since then. Okay, were you care? asking Cole or Caven? Did I, I meant Caven. Okay, I, I was Sorry. not listening too closely because you said Cole. Because <laughs> I'm drinking and I'm not the guardian anymore. Basically, it's, we we kind of used our luck. It seems that going to that house we were at is the only lead we have for these cultists. I I did nothing out of a sense of favor or returning the favor. I did it because it was the right thing to do. We can check on Matan's friends out of their own safety and our concern for it, but it's not because that I feel I owe him. Where did that map under the city take us again? Was it? The I don't know. Under oh, the yeah. City? We got to the one place that we turned away and found out, well, yeah, yeah, everything else. Straight. I believe that map was supposed to take us directly underneath the Thieves' Guild. Could point us in the right direction, I suppose. Treasure is always good. My pockets are feeling a little light. But if uh, we saw those snakes back at the Alanir's place, we could go ask them again. We got in pretty good with the guard up front. Not so much the girl in the back. What do you think? Speak to a potential witness or go look ourselves. Is there anyone else who would know about cultists in the area? Or anyone that has an affinity for snakes? That doesn't sound like a town guard kind of conversation. There was that pet store we saw. Information on that? (laughs) Pet (laughs) store. It's true. (laughs) Greater Cabana. Uh, no one knows about... It's called Patrick's Pets and Pals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your question? Uh, uh, if any of us would have like common knowledge of the the cults or like, the underbelly of the city. No one knows about uh, any <clears throat> snakes. <clears throat> Cole, you know some of the less reputable people. Why don't we go ask Chims? I mean, all I know is you. With my point exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're out of line, but you're not wrong, so I can take a look at it, but rude. Put, Put your, your thumb, thumb down, down, get some answers from me, come on! <laughs> um, alright. Cole's gonna ask around. He's gonna start at the Rotten Duck and go to the two other underground fight scenes that he knows about. Okay. 
and see if we can find out anything about cultists or snake charmers. All right, Cole departs from the group. Mm. I have nothing on cults. If everybody else is just kind of hanging out at the end, Valamir would probably go with Cole at that point. Okay. Two people have left. Get the some table. fresh air. Maybe murder somebody. <laughs> I have wondered are we kind of being watched? Are the town guard kind of keeping an eye on us now that we're in town and potentially dangerous as we have someone who was just in prison mm -hmm. and two others who were just in prison? Uh, what is your uh, insight score? Uh, it is a... So wisdom plus insight is 12. Passive. Uh, your insight modifier. Oh, it's uh, two. Plus two? Plus two. Okay, uh, you don't sense anything as you're going about your day. Sounds about right. Very right, cool. And I uh, skulk around, so I'm not throwing people into walls. Tell me where they are! But um, mostly just <laughs> uh, asking around and seeing if I can uh, find anyone with, I don't know, Snake affinity. Swear to me! <laughs> uh, all right, so what about Vessel or Caven or Aragus or Fiona? What if are you guys up to? Aragus? This is considered some type of downtime. Vessel does need to acquire two rings. Two rings? Yes. Yeah, Fiona goes with All right, Vessel. you're on the search for rings, and this was for a specific spell, yes? Very specific What's spell. What's it called? Uh, it is called uh, Bond None of yet? Awesome. Bond of <laughs> Warding Bond. Warding Bond. Warding Bond. Uh, warding Bond. Cool spell. Priestly spell. A pair of platinum rings worth at least fifty gold pieces each. Uh, with you, which you and the target must wear for the duration of the spell. Um, yeah, you uh, can spend some time today sh searching around and finding a jeweler with some basic platinum rings. Uh, and Fiona, you're going with them. Yeah. Cave Finn will go with them as well. All right, that leaves Aragus. Yeah, Aragus is. <laughs> um... <laughs> In the lesser uh, areas where Cole is kind of, we're kind of going up and down the opposite streets from each other. Uh, I'm imagining like a, a Scooby-Doo scene of just in and out different doors. But Aragus is more performing for people, um, mentioning, uh, he's got kind of a performance disguise on. So people who have seen Aragus might not know that it's him. Um, and it's he's, that other halfling bard. I'm sure there are more than one. <laughs> Um, he's just kind of pointing to the crowd, doing a little, um, you know, uh, random songs of people passing by, nothing too um, important. But he's looking at all of the people, and as it gets <laughs> closer to dark, however long this might take, he's looking for people in more kind of hooded clothing, mm -hmm. looking all around him. He's somewhere in the town square, somewhere near the Church of Soline. Um but as the night goes on, um, he's just standing on his apple box, just kind of looking, engaged, engaging with the crowd. But um, there's also the, the uh, but like pro, as well. but yeah, looking for tattoos, looking for um, just kind of, again, dark hooded figures, um, people who are maybe 
stopping by a place, um, talking to one person really quickly and then leaving, um, anything out of the ordinary um, that's not people just walking by in the marketplace, all, all right. that kind of stuff. Great. Long description, sorry. Um, and I have one note yeah, as well. Valamir is no longer in wizard tropes. It is, he is, like, that was... Now that he's, the Grayspell name doesn't exist. He's no longer a what, sorry? Wearing wizard robes. He wizard is now robes. wearing more just, Best you know, Buy, blue polo. Yeah, exactly. A little khakis. more generic with <laughs> cloak me, and, and, and like whatnot. Like everybody but, else. Yeah, um, but definitely not wizardly appearing All right. anymore. Duly so he noted. went from Obi-Wan to Old Ben. Yeah, exactly okay. right. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Fiona and Vessel, you spent several hours and are able to come across a jeweler who is able to set you up with uh, 100 gold pieces worth of two platinum rings. Fantastic. They are now in your possession, uh, Vessel. Um, you <laughs> place one upon your finger and are immediately doing what with the other one? Nothing at all? It. Proposing. Ooh. <laughs> Get on one knee. Uh He's still like three feet taller than Fiona. I will always have my eye on you. Yeah. I do worry about Kevin. That's fine. I would like for this ring to go to him. Yeah. A connection to the guardianship that was initially his. Um. I'm good with that. Uh, then, uh, Kaven came along with us, didn't he? I sure did. Good. Yeah. yeah. Third wheel. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one getting the ring. Um. Somebody else that's a third wheel. <laughs> Kaven, I bear the mantle of the guardian, but the honor originally belonged to you. One day, I hope it will return back to you. Until then... Bear this ring and Vessel will put the ring upon you if you want. Does he kneel? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Kneel to the guardian. Um Are Are you sure in this? Your path never was a doubt in my mind. This was a decision by other men. Um, vessel. While I have taken my oath of redemption, I believe in the innocence of life when it draws its first breath. I believe in patience and that it must stay strong when setting about to effect change. Wisdom must guide my judgment as to who is worthy of life and who must face death. And in exercising that judgment, violence is the last resort. Peace is preferred. I've realized that it is Paraith who has been my patron god all along. The god of death and judgment. You're making a, a, a god change in front of me? I am. Ooh. <laughs> Let me just take that back real quick. That's why, <laughs> that's why I'm asking if you're sure. Well, now that you told me. No. <laughs> Slip. Uh, you will find your own path then. I will. 
We are still friends. We are still allies. My oath is still that of redemption. Uh, Vessel will take back the ring and give it to Fiona. Fiona, a platinum ring is handed to you. It feels cool and smooth. Does not feel powerful or magical at all, except for the intense look in Vessel's eyes, knowing that he can do something with it at some point that will be very cool. <laughs> Conversely, you all notice that Caven looks a little more down and somber than usual, and you haven't quite been feeling yourself uh, Kaven, uh, and uh, as of today, you have no spell capability or channel divinity powers whatsoever. Okay. Um, he wants to find a a um. What do you call it? Temple. There's probably not a temple to Poraith here in uh, where are we? Elmerin. There oh, is. Is there? There is. Okay, I did not expect that. Then he wants more of to... a crypt. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Just it's more of a crypt. He yeah, wants remember to that go portal to the underworld that we <laughs> went to? <laughs> to the Temple of Poraith. Wow. All right, you're heading to the Temple of Poraith. What um, just happened? <laughs> then, we, <laughs> then we have... Um, we did. No, we didn't. <laughs> we have Cole, and we have... Cole with Valmir was with Cole, yep. right? All right. Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> Snake thing, where is <laughs> you have been uh visiting several places? You uh, ended up at the um rotten duck, rotting duck, rotten duck, yep, rotten, rotten duck. The uh proprietor there, upstanding citizen by the name of Chims, says, I, I don't know any anything about any snakes. All I know is goats that you told me to bring, and then you never showed up. He's not happy. Well, tell him to come back, and I'll be here. <laughs> Why? <laughs> there you are. <laughs> I, 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 if I'm being your messenger boy, I expect to get some messaging boy fee. He says, patting a tapping a fat, greasy finger on the counter of his bar. All right. I've gotten better since the last time we talked, Jims, and I know what value is. I've got four coppers for you. You can have all of those, and you're welcome. I'm not even going to take one back. You can have all of them. He, how many coins are you putting on the table? How many coins do is on, are on your character sheet? Currently, there are... Uh, oh, the character sheet changed. Hold, please. Uh, 22 copper, 17 silver, and 10 gold. 22... How many? 22? 22 copper, okay. 17 silver, okay. 10 gold. And 10. Roll a 20, a 20, and a 10-sided die, and that's how many coins he ends up getting from you. Okay, okay. This is going to be fine. That's uh All right, so that's probably two right there. That says seven and 18. Okay. <laughs> so he gets like four coins. So he gets four coins from you. That is two copper, 17 of your 17 silver. So, yeah. Yeah. Get rid of those. Oh, it's a word puzzle. I oh, mean, my God. and then how many gold? Uh, I mean, Valamir's there. Seven. Right. Valamir, you see him say all this, and he gets out just handfuls of coins, gets them all mushed together, and starts about to slide them across the counter to Chins, who has big eyes. 
Um, <laughs> Valmir's staff slams down on the table. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> and then he just steps forward, sorts the corns properly, and basically just shoves the, shoves the four copper towards Shims and then the rest back to um, Cole. I think you did that wrong. You're lucky your friend's here. No, I mean, you're really lucky your friend's here. You might not be. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, that's... that's I'm lingering anger. That came out wrong. <laughs> it's not you. <laughs> that's some daddy issues going on right now. <laughs> I'm not feeling myself. Well, I'll let Goat know you're looking for him. Thank you. <sighs> Just, yeah, that's fine. I'll find him. Aragus continues to sing. Aragus, as you continue to sing, you see in the main courtyard in the center of town, you've got people coming by. Uh, you have gained uh, some coins. Jeremy, roll a 20-sided die. 13. You've gained 13 lustrous silver during this time. Nice. Uh, quite a bit. People are, are quite attracted to uh, the, the jams you're putting out. Uh, but you stop <laughs> mid-song. Chalk jams. And you see your friend Caven walking alone. He left with some friends, but he's walking alone and walking through the main huge plaza in the center of the city with the church in the middle. You see him heading towards the church of Soline, but then he walks past it and continues past towards a different uh, part of town with uh, a bit of confidence to his stride. That you know, As he is on. walking away, as Aragus is singing the Dwarven song, one of the uh, many songs that he's been singing, in uh, his head and in Caven's head, a different uh, arrangement of words will be uh, consorted as Aragus is casting message. Nope. Uh, so I'm simultaneously singing and I'm talking to Caven as he walks away. Caven, uh, I'm, I'm over here, dear boy. The group's meeting here just a few minutes. I will return. All right, well, you're, you're passing the church. I hope you know that. Are you going to the school? And he's probably getting out of range at some point. All right. And Caven continues walking. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. You're, uh, you're, uh, because the 13th would be massacre and dildo. Um, and at, at, at some point, seeing everybody. Uh, I'm getting the lights, folks. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting the light. I to run. Time to be off. Jumps off the box. Oh, where and where are you headed? Uh, just that will be at whenever point I see the rest of the group. Okay, you don't see the rest of the group yet. Just oh, okay. Caven at the moment. <laughs> All right, Caven, you are walking through some uh, alleyways, uh, through a not so respectable part of town. Uh, you have to ask some. Uh, a worker who's uh, just moving crates around where the temple uh, to, to Poraith is located. Poraith being the god of death and judgment, also known as the god of hands. Uh, you... Because he likes to throw hands. And <laughs> you are told where to go, and it's through all these different back alleys past uh, uh, thick... Gate or gates with thick wrought iron and uh, uh, cramps, uh, uh, courtyard alley type areas behind little slum apartments and slum houses. And you finally find a small temple that is uh, like a 
a tenth the size of the Church of Soline. Very small. It is dark gray stone. It's got very bland looking generic um, like Minecraft block pillars out in the front of it. It has another wrought iron gate out in front of it. It has a symbol of a uh, hand carved uh, over the door. It has a very somber uh quietness to the place as you walk on uh, and you approach the te uh, this temple of parade what are you feeling at this moment um feeling like like I've like I've just solved a riddle oh like I've been searching and wandering and doing things not exactly sure why but now i realized like what my path was leading me to oh hey um you walk into the temple it is filled with uh, tons of smoke from incense the ceiling is very low the walls are very closed in there's not an open a big worshiping area like there is for the church of Soline. it's a narrow passageway there are several hand uh, imprints cut into the stone that there is some sort of religious uh, simple rite you're supposed to do upon entering that you're not quite sure what that is and there are little corridors off in the distance the Horaith faith is much more secluded alcoves of worship. Um, there are not many worshipers that come here, except uh, based on your uh, knowledge of this God, for those that are seeking to ease the passing of their loved one. Poraith is not a god of good. Poraith is not a god of evil. And Poraith can help ensure that you are going to your god or going to a purgatory if you are godless as well. Um, you enter, you start looking around, and at some point a uh, robed figure approaches. It is a pasty human guy uh, with uh, a, a hood off. Um, he's a little short. He walks over, does not look to be the healthiest looking individual ever. And he says, hello, brother. Welcome to the temple. How can we be of assistance? And how can Porath soothe and judge? I am in need of a new patron, and I believe Porath is the one for me. A new patron, you say? Yes. Are you some sort of warlock? Are you some sort of knight? I am a paladin, or I th think I am. I was guardian of Soline until just recent. Guardian uh, of Soline? Yes. Here. You sh I show him my shield. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that. I, still, I kept some bits. Just then Vessel walks in. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot that. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, come, uh, come, come with me, come with me. 
And he uh, walks down another narrow corridor, grabs a little incense uh, holder, and ho holds it low uh, by his hip, uh, trailing the incense with you getting caught in the smoke behind him. Uh, we haven't seen many official members of the Church of Soline here in some time, let alone a guardian. Well, I cannot speak to as why, but here I am seeking you now he goes down a corridor stops at a door that is completely black the blackest black you've ever seen no light coming through it at all no door just a doorway of just blackness uh, before it is a, another hand on the wall that is also black and he reaches over and matches up his hand to that imprint it's very big his hand doesn't quite fit it at all uh, and then as he does there's a little bit of black black uh, uh, like smoke coming off of his hand briefly and he says uh, 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 touch there and follow and then he walks through the blackness and disappears okay I match my hand as best I can to the print. You do. You feel a slight, strange tingling through your hand, and it starts to go through your arm really fast and then through your whole body, and you feel a little bit of an energetic jolt, and then you walk through the black doorway, yes? Mm -hmm. You do so. As you do, you step into a cozy sitting room uh, you can see you are in a different place entirely there is a a couple of windows that uh, are up, up high but you can see uh, um, it is a different time of day uh, and uh, there are a bunch of cushions sitting around here there is a table that is made of stone that has come straight out of the floor and a bookcase with a couple books on it a very simple uh, place and there are no other doors or stairs or anything you're on top of some sort of tower that has no way no other way in or out except it has a big black uh door behind it while you also are here you feel a little bit ill at ease and uh have one death saving throw against you while you are at this location all right no, you don't have to make one. Oh, you're just you, short one. You're oh, I'm just you have one that is now failed. Okay, you're not attuned yet. Uh, that is against you. Uh, he says. Uh, he says, "Come and sit." I don't know. Your name is what? I am Caven Boulderfall. Caven Boulderfall. I am uh, High Priest Talik. And you come to us as a former guardian of Soline. Yes. How does this come to be? Through bad judgment. But it was not mine to make. So you feel you have made some mistake? No, I feel that others have made a mistake. Oh, I see. And you come here looking for, as you say, a patron. A patron in poor Wraith. Maybe they didn't make a mistake. Maybe they chose what they were supposed to choose so that I am here now. Either way, I am here. And why here? Why the God of Hands? I have realized judgment is not for humans. 
we fail. We do not d judge well. But Poraith, that is his realm. And so I want to honor that and represent him. I realize that unlike other patron gods that one can still be aligned with another god in the pantheon and fall under race judgment. He sees everything. He will see the innocence as much as he will see the guilt. This is what I strive for. Protecting innocence, judging the guilty. But I know that I cannot do it by myself. I am imperfect, as I have seen everyone else who admits who administers judgment is imperfect. Your words speak to my heart. <laughs> they are wonderful to hear. And what is a view of a former dev devotee to Soline on the matter of death? How do you take that? How does that fall upon your shoulders? Death comes for everyone. Even as a guardian of Soline, I administer death when necessary. And what is death's purpose? I would say its purpose is to unite us with our gods, if we have one and to give us our final judgment of life. He nods with a grin, and you wish to take your energy, your spirit, your devotion and your love and turn it to, and give it into the hands of Poraith. Do we have like a three-day trial? <laughs> <laughs> Take this CD from AOM. <laughs> I choose this. This is no easy choice to make. No, it was not an easy path that I have been on. I I would be ecstatic to have someone such as you. I have heard your name before in the city. It would be a, a welcome addition to have you join our faith and perhaps even to become one of the rare judges of Poraith. I seek not any office, only to be used by his hand. Then I would say that everything sounds wonderful about this arrangement, but one thing. Mm. <laughs> Take my the, hand. The position <laughs> is filled. <laughs> <laughs> this person named Vessel. 
<laughs> just this morning. We just hired him. <laughs> he went around all the temples. <laughs> Put to his coat rack. He's got like five in his different things. <laughs> Have you heard of Kef? He's running fast to the Latter-day Saints <laughs> temple to be <laughs> there. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, it's not Saturday. <laughs> uh, but but one thing, uh, your your reason uh, is so flawed, Caven Boulderfall. Your reason for being here seems so wrong. As excited as I am to hear your words, and as how powerful it would be to have you join hands with Paul Wraith. You speak that not because you are searching for Paul Wraith or you feel the, the need to help death or to help judgment, but the first reason you decried being here is because someone has made a mistake against you and that you have lost your title. And I fear that you are here under poor circumstances and you might possibly be making a decision you would regret for the rest of your life. And we could not have that. I am not here out of retribution. I did not fight against the results of my choices. I did not fight against the results of the judgments that were made. I accepted them. I am here because of the very fact that those judgments were made. I am not in a position in the Church of Solene to be of use, I feel. Even when I was a guardian, I do not feel like I had the true authority in that position. And so authority is what you seek? I seek to be effective. I want to still protect the innocent. I took an oath of redemption in which innocence and peace and wisdom and patience are valued. And I still value those things. And I believe Poraith values those things as well. But I seek to be effective in bringing about peace exercising wisdom, having patience, and protecting the innocent through their journey until their death. I am still not convinced, but I still cannot say no. I... Contractually obligated. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this to you, Caven Boulderfall. If what you say is true, then we will need to see your commitment. We would need to see you here each day. We would need to see you here praying in ceremony to Poraith and learning his ways. We would need to see you upholding 
the patience and the peace and the wisdom while we strip from you the view of innocence from for all. As that is not a belief that Poraith has. There are those who are good, there are those who are not, and there are those who are evil. And judgment must be decried upon all, and all must be sent along their way upon death. And if that is what you value, and that is what you seek, and that is what your heart calls for, then we are most excited and most welcoming of you. But if you have feel scorned and are looking for any port in the storm, Wraith is not for you. Then I must think on this decision. And I will come back to you in three days. Very well. And he takes a deep breath of the air of this unusual place and then walks through the door, which you follow through. He escorts you out of the temple and uh, outside with the wrought iron gates and says, I wish you good wisdom, Caven Boulderfall, and perhaps we shall see you again. You as well, Talik. And he nods, and Caven heads out. To the next temple. <laughs> <laughs> so, that one wasn't my flavor. <laughs> uh, all right. You have a 10 a.m. and a 12 a.m. service. <laughs> you serve pancakes. <laughs> all right. Um, no it's additional toast. information has been gained by Cole and Valamir. Um, the group is meeting up at some point again, I'm assuming. Lunch. Um, and you're eating at the Welcome Hall, I'm guessing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Vessel uh, approaches Caven. Okay. <clears throat> I see you've gone on to your discovery. The light still shines upon you. The shadows do not cling as heavy. I am searching for my new path. You have not settled on Poraith. We spoke in the temple and while much of it sounds like I would fit well there is a high standard of commitment that I don't know if I can promise. You will find your path. I know this. I see it in you. Solene speaks to me. I will say this. If you choose to walk that path, you walk a path that is a lot closer to a true evil than you would through Selene. That is, you would share the same space. The temptations can all be there. All I ask is you guard yourself. You have wisdom. Use it. And Vessel turns away and sits with the others. 
with a crisp high five. <laughs> I don't think that happens. <laughs> it's, it's good to see you. <laughs> oh, it's you, former guardian. <laughs> I can't find one. No one has snake tattoos. No one has robes. No one knows of anyone else that does. So if either A, it's not an Almithra, or B, it's people with a whole bunch of money who don't want to recruit any of the broke of what sons of us that we have. I was just clearing my throat. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for the soliloquy. Yeah, I saw yeah. all of the eyes come at me, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I was just literally clearing my throat. No, I'm just... <laughs> well, There's I just, just nothing there. I sang every song in my book and didn't see anything all night. If we are staying and in search of snakes, was there not a house that we visited? The house of Leonor Athenair. That would seem the... You mentioned Leonor Athenair. That was the name that I heard in the temple from... Yes. Not long ago, Caven was charged with looking after them, or trying to find their whereabouts. Wait a minute, did you just say you heard that name in the Acolyte? From the Acolyte. So not from Caven's guy, but at the church itself. Both. Yes, both. First from the Guildmaster. He mentioned their whereabouts were unknown, and he was looking for them. Next time we hear their name, it is when they're, they're being mentioned by attackers searching for gold. I gave Chim's four whole copper. Let's go to the house! Perhaps, uh, Matan. I mean, after searching the house seems, again, seems relevant. But, uh, perhaps if that does not lead us somewhere, then visiting Matan and speaking of what you have learned might provide insight. Perhaps, I do not know. Are we still in good standing with him? He doesn't hate me. Well, I don't know that he hates any. Well, he might hate me. It's all business. <laughs> um, yeah, Argus is good with that. Going I mean, to the house. Yeah, we don't need Matan's permission to go to the house. No, no but I'm just saying. If that becomes house, a dead probably, end, yeah. Matan yeah. is a backup. Maybe right. seeking okay. yeah. Matan to see if he has information. Like, tell maybe him he that he's the one, one that asked Leonor us to find information. Yeah. And then, so. Right, but then we have the information about the snakes. So bringing that back to him, that there's a relation there, might mm. might lead to further information from him. Yeah, let, um, let, let's just go back to the home. <laughs> I mean, see it's... what clues we could find further, if not evidence. Now knowing the snakes are somewhat involved... Hoping we don't run into a nest of snakes. All right, let's finish our drinks and we'll go. I gotta go pee. Hey, Gavin, do you gotta go pee? No. Yeah, come on, you gotta go pee. Come I'll on. get this round, I suppose. Grace. Gavin <laughs> <laughs> is peeing with coals or something you need yeah, to talk yeah. about. Yeah, that's that's incriminating. Two goliaths going to the urinal. <laughs> they took the two urinals with the one in the middle for some guy. <laughs> Just <laughs> they're sharing a urinal. There's a, a half a little. <laughs> 
I'm a little intimidated. <laughs> we're actually it's double, weird. We're actually double high fiving the urinals face each other. Oh, that's uncomfortable. I mean, you know, you do some it's weird things when you have a twin. <laughs> Our fingers intertwined. <laughs> it's the eye contact for me. <laughs> Cole, I want to tell you. Don't cross the streams. Cole, I want to tell you that. <laughs> the stream starts. Remember when we swore play with, when we were kids? Arcing higher and higher. <laughs> streams of brotherly love. Cayman's <laughs> uh, having a rough time right now, guys. <laughs> I love that we're committed to losing listeners at the expense of laughs. Those aren't boulders falling, baby. Uh, yeah, those are views. <laughs> so you bring up a point I needed to mention to you. That you... Can you guys do this somewhere else, please? You're <laughs> peeing on me. We know. There's nothing golden about this show at all. Get out. The stall is taken. <laughs> so, you're not a guardian anymore. Yeah. You wanted to be. <laughs> what? what? Strong what start. <laughs> no one wrote me a letter about that. Real insight. I check need that in writing. <laughs> For policy. I know you still want to be a knight. I know you still want to do good. That's it's been your dream your whole life. But don't feel like one setback is the end. That you immediately have to jump back in. How I, are you doing? I don't I don't trust Pemmet. Not because I'm not a guardian. But because he appears to be acting on other motives, not his own, not Solene's. No, he's afraid. And you don't trust Pamet because he hurt your feelings. He took away the thing that you didn't ask for. But now you had it. You were a guardian. You were the guardian of Selene. You got your soup kitchen. You have respect from everyone. Oh, you have people soup. asking you for help. Hey, focus. <laughs> and you had all of that taken away. <laughs> and it sucks. And you're hurt. And you want it back. Because you really liked it. Brave can get that back. I you. I, <laughs> I, I trust Vessel. He will do a good job. Sure. He always does a good job. Vessel's great. And he'll be a great guardian. I'm, I'm right here, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> and so would you. You made a bad call. I stand by my decision. Good for you. But you also then have to accept the consequences. And I did. Then stop pouting. If you really stand up by, by where you did, then continue to do that. You think that was just? Talk to the knights. Talk about justice. You want there to be order? Go to the order. Don't keep running around 
trying to be a paladin for somebody else because he got your feelings hurt. You're better than that. You've worked too hard. And you got a long ways to go. I need to shake. No. Chris, my five. <laughs> Wet high five. Wet high five. <laughs> Moist. Double dribble. Yes. <laughs> Cole walks out. Then zips. All right. <laughs> what is the group up to? What time of day is it? After lunch. Uh, as they come back, Aragus will just be saying, I, I, I'm still not certain where we go from here. Do we go to the house? Do we talk to Matan himself? Oh, hello, boys. We talk to Matan himself. We're off to the house, right? Yeah, we should go to the house and see if we can find that couple. And just that. <laughs> beer, 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 yeah. beer, 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 down. Let's go. All right. The Grace, group. that one's on my tab. Sorry about that. <laughs> The group is heading off to the Asenir house, is that yes. correct? Mm-hmm. All right, you return to their house. Uh, it is not a long walk. It's that uh, beautiful three-story house. Uh, you approach, approach the front entrance. The uh, mercenary Dunthak is not there. Uh, you knock upon the door, and it is answered by no one. How did we get in last time? Back door. Right. Yona broke in. Uh, I mean, we tried to stop her. <laughs> um, looking in a window, can any of us see anything? Any movement? Any? You see no movement and closed drapes. Closed drapes. Were they closed the last time? Yes. Okay. Don't want to knock. Need me to knock? I have a better idea. What's yes, better go, idea go ahead and knock. All right. Knock, 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 knock. You've already knocked on the front door, knocking on the second time? Yes. Still no answer. Okay. Anyone else want to knock? Um, I don't think it, they're going to answer. In a manner of speaking. to walk around back. Caven's around back? <coughs> yes. Okay. Ergus, what's your idea of listening now? Uh, Ergus starts wiggling his fingers, pointing at the lock. <coughs> okay. He's going to cast knock. Cast the spell knock. Which is an unlock spell. All right. Ooh. There is a loud, unlocking, echoing sound that booms yeah. out from the door throughout the neighborhood, making it very clear that something odd has happened. Like uh, a whip crack, but an obvious locking sound. Uh, and uh, you then try the handle, and the door opens. Is that up. spell supposed to do that? <laughs> Ow! It's the first time I've tried it, Joe Boy. Kaven is standing there smiling. Lest I try nope, it again. Kaven, you went around you back. Went around back. <laughs> <laughs> Kaven, going around back, you uh, see a little old lady and her garden plots oh, again. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, suspicious. She's always there. She's got a little spade and shovel. <laughs> My she, neighbor does the same thing every day. It's not that I suspicious. Think she's a demon. <laughs> she sees you, uh, gets a very startled look in her hands, bolts straight up, drops her spade, runs, almost trips over some of her plants, and runs to her back door and slams it closed. Okay. I continue walking up to the back door. You go to the back door and see the back door is closed, but it has been busted open and is damaged. <laughs> is that familiar? No. Okay. I walk in. You open up the door. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Just I'm picturing the scenario. She's slammed the door closed. The door's broken. He just... Walks. Two different doors. Oh, no. Oh, she okay. went, into, she her went into her house. Oh. 
in the back courtyard area in uh, a panic, okay. and he went into the Asenir's house. Uh, I got it. They have a shared fence. Uh, Cole, you go inside, and as you go inside, there is a kitchen, a hallway out to the front uh, foyer uh, living room area where that door is also opening, and you see Aragus and your company coming in through that. Classic pincher move. Pincer move. Um, <laughs> and as you go in, though, Cole, you Caven. see... Caven, damn it. Caven, you see uh, there is a dead man on the floor before you. It is the mercenary Dunthak who you uh, talked to several days ago. He lies dead, covered in blood. His blood pooled out over the floor. You believe uh, he's been dead for at least a day. Um, Aragus, as you step into the living room, you see there is another murdered fellow, a smaller fellow who is uh, crumpled up in a corner and is also covered in blood and has been uh, stabbed, it looks like, many different times and fought and then fell down in a corner between some lamp and a couch. Um, I did not do this. Uh, um are they um, easily identifiable if we turn them over? Uh, you turn over the uh, smaller fellow. You've never seen him before in your life. But he does it, is a child or nope. uh, just a small? Just a small little, halfling. Uh, yeah, halfling. Small man. Are there any um, pictures or portraits in the home of maybe who the owners might be? Sure, oh. you go looking for that. However, Cole, you also see in your area, there is another dead body also covered in blood, and it is the young housekeeper who you Aww. would talk to as well. Okay. Oh. Uh, Housekeeper's dead over here. Valamir, you find a portrait of an older man and an older woman in their bedroom, uh, looking splendid and regal in this nice, beautiful bedroom in this nice, beautiful house. So you have a pretty good idea of who they look like. Uh, I also do while I'm in the bedroom. Just uh, take a look around. <laughs> um, open some drawers and uh, look in the closet. All right. You see, you are not the first to have this idea. The place has been totally uh, turned over. Uh, drawers are everywhere, clothes tossed everywhere. Uh, bed, uh, crude mattress has been tossed aside. Um, everything's in total disarray. And you all notice that throughout the house. Um, Aragus goes to the area. He found the robe and uh, snake statues okay. and looking for those. You look. Uh, you do not see anything along those. Um, you don't see the robe. The Wait, statues were claimed. Oh, did we take those? I have you guys as taking those. Oh, we did? Okay. I think Valamir took them. What? No, I didn't take any. I, I did not take anything Clues from. Point two. No you. one took them. I no. swear someone did. I, right. did not, I didn't take them from the house somewhere. No. All right, then they are there. Oh, okay. Um, any blood stains on them? Are they? Oh, um, I'm sorry. The robes are not there, okay. and the uh, statues are not there. I'm sorry. They are not there. Not there. Okay. And they are not in your possession then, as I had thought. And then also, also okay. looking for, like, secret compartments, things like that that might be hidden around that might have been missed. You know, the old classic, they missed the thing they were looking for, and that's what Valmir's right. looking for. Valmir's doing that. Vessel's yeah. trying to determine how While casting Detect Magic. Okay. 
going no, 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 one no, by no, one no, no, no. and, and I'm sorry, it's them. different. Can you make a medicine roll vessel? Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Do that. You said you're trying to find out how they 18. died. 18. Uh, they were all stabbed to death multiple times, and the housekeeper looks to have been stabbed to death, uh, not resisting in any way. Haven mm. okay. looks for a guest room. Uh, you see there is a guest room. It has also been uh, overturned uh, quite a bit, and um, but nothing out of the ordinary there. What else would you guys like to do? Does the housekeeper have a room? Housekeeper does not have a room. Okay. So there's three stories, so it's pretty substantial. Yep. Uh, and there's a study you guys are going through, a uh, sewing room you guys are going through, all that kind of stuff. Any books of note that are out in the study, like on the desk or anything? Hard um, to tell. The place has been trashed. Okay. Books tossed everywhere. Papers thrown everywhere. Drawers opened and Is there open. anything not touched, like noticeably clean? Nothing yet. Okay. That's a good question. Is there... Working my way up the stairs. It's going to sound greedy, but I'm not trying to be greedy. But is there anything on the dead people that's suspicious? Dead people. Like suspicious gold. Valuable. <laughs> suspicious <laughs> slash valuable. There uh, is a total of seven silver amongst uh, the halfling and the Dunthak. Uh, Dunthak? What's it, that his name, right? Yeah. That's what Dunthak, Dunthak, the, the mercenary. Uh, mercenary. Um, so that, that money is there. And there's also something else. And did Vessel, did you determine that they were all killed the same way? Did it look like one... All killed the same way. Might have killed the attacker in the process? All stabbed. Okay. Don't see anything else. And there was also somewhere. Shoot. How do we know this mercenary? Uh, he was the guard uh, in front of the house oh, last okay. time. Okay. Yeah. There was something there. So he belongs to the, you know, household, essentially. Is that so? Or does he belong to, like, the guild or something? Um, I mean, I think he was, I mean, he was employed, uh, presumably, by the Aspen. Oh, he was, like, a city guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, no, he, no was, he was he was hired as a private guard. guard. Yeah, he, yeah, yes, he was probably a mercenary, yeah, mercenary. but, or, yeah, yeah or, like, a house guard or whatever okay. that... Uh, there uh, are so guards are us. Fiona, you were looking at the uh, the cut. bodies. Yeah. You also find on Dunthak and the halfling. Not only have those silver coins, they have uh, copper coins uh, with the name Daymar printed on them. Oh, We've seen those. <laughs> we should. What, the, what are these? What do these mean? These coins. Weren't these given to some of us from? No. I don't. Haven found one somewhere on a body. It was uh in the sewer. No, it was on that little imp thing that was oh, yeah. when, we, when there was the sabotage uh -huh. on oh, the yeah. roof. Oh. Uh... He found that. There. 
Okay. These are weird coins. I've never seen anything like them. I found one of these before. Yeah. Well, what what do we want to do? Like, we should uh, notify the guards, yeah? The guard is dead. No, like the city guards. Oh. We should ask the neighbor if they know of anything that happened. Ask around. This doesn't look like this was a quiet fight. This whole place is, is thrown up. Somebody had to hear something. I would okay. imagine if somebody knew something, then it would have been taken care this of. This housekeeper now. died without putting up a fight. A very sad way to go. She could have been afraid or. Yes, but it's otherwise okay. magicked into compliance or frozen. Something similar as. It's as if she was possessed not to say anything, and the very sight of Caven, shocking to some, but not enough to cause someone to run into their home. No him from you. Maybe she'll talk to you. Perhaps. Um, yeah, Ergus will exit the home, uh, but he will say, but keep searching. We must, there must be something here. Um, there's like three levels to this house. Um, he will go out to the other home across the way, across the garden, okay. and knock on the neighbor's door. You knock on the old lady's door. You There is no opening of the door, but you do hear on the other side, Go away! Madam, please, I implore you to open. Please. It is utterly important. Says who? Aragus Willoughby. Who's that? I'm a member of... Not a member, but... Not an investigator, per se. I, I, no investigative skills whatsoever. That's, That's been established. Kind of <laughs> Let me stop you there. I work mostly with the Academy, but you can find my associations with the Lord Mayor herself, as well as Commander Lucal of the City Guard, and some others. She creaks open the door and pokes her two beady eyes through. Madam. You, you know the Lord Mayor? I've paid my taxes. We are not exactly friends, but I work with her to some degree. I have heard Unto the name <laughs> before. <laughs> Madam. It worked for you, didn't it? <laughs> there is something going on in your fair neighborhood. We must get I didn't to the see bottom. anything. I understand, but any clues you can give me as to whom attacked the home next door would be immensely I don't helpful. want any trouble. No trouble you will find with me. All my friends, you have my assurance. Is your not... friend the big Goliath, the big scary Goliath? I'm afraid to say so. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Poking out the window. <laughs> Did you get anything out of her yet? <laughs> <laughs> Bring her to me. He accidentally re reactively makes an intimidation roll. Uh, <laughs> I... I don't I've, want part of any of this funny business. We don't mean to impose on you or your day. In fact, the sooner you can help us, the sooner you can go back to your garden. We're not even funny. If you can help us at all, any information as to who you might have seen or anything that might have happened to you would be paramount. Why should I tell you anything? Lest this happens again and we are too late to stop it. Because you work for the city guard, you said. I don't work with them. I work. F I don't work for them. I work with. Yes, you're right. I do work with them. In a. 
Some capacity, yes. Have you seen the show Psych? <laughs> More an independent contractor. Any of the alphabet shows, perhaps? NCIS? CSI? Bones, maybe? I pay for my own insurance, thank you. Do you have a Peacock subscription? <laughs> Let's sit down and enjoy. I, 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 I don't want to be... I don't want a makeup straight and roll. Let's see. What All she right, wants. I will make it. See what she wants. Um, uh, your target number. I'll go for a little ten. She's somewhat oh, persuadable. You got this. Okay. Um. All right. Target number of ten. Yep. Well, I succeeded, but okay. Uh, yeah, that'll be a uh, thirteen. Total of thirteen. She says, "I, I, I saw trouble." And and, What's and up with the capital T, <laughs> it rhymes with B. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got trouble. <laughs> I saw trouble, and 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 uh, there was some sort of fighting going on uh, just a few days ago, uh, about three days ago. It does appear that there was some forced entry in the doorway. Uh, all I saw was uh, uh, Ceresa and Leonard being uh, taken out of the house. There were some people that were taking them, and they threw them in a, in a weird wagon, and then they raced off. Do you know in which direction? What time of day? Uh, it was midday. Uh, they, uh, they, I, they went down the, out the alley. Out the alley. And it had this... Uh, uh, image on it. it was a covered wagon that had an image on it of a of a, of a woman uh, on a horse. Does Aragus know that symbol from anywhere? Aragus knows that symbol very well. Aragus knows that symbol as a place known as the Cavalcade. Oh, okay. it is a high end theater body type place. Uh, it is the place to be if you are a bard. You uh, tried to do some work there and got shut down really hard by a loot player named Chester who hates you there and wants nothing, you not to encroach on his territory at all. So are we going to have a flute off? You've stayed well <laughs> clear of that place. That's since then. loot, dear boy. <laughs> you play my flute, I'll play yours. <laughs> Meet me in the bathroom in 20 minutes. Um, Parfait. At the mention of Parfait the covered wagon Georgia symbol, Aragus's kind of um, kind <laughs> demeanor smile somewhat fades into a somewhat intimidating gesture. Did you say woman on a horse? Yes, it was a very strange wagon. You've been incredibly helpful, madam. Thank you. And Aragus will walk away. Very All right. Fast. Ergus walks away. He returns to his friends uh, who are turning After over the house. After a couple minutes of like kicking flowers, I'm like, shh, fucking her I flowers. I just please her garden. <laughs> uh, you, particularly Valamir, you can find nothing else of value. You see little secret nooks and crannies, but someone else has as well and has torn panel, secret panels off and taken whatever was there. Yeah. Uh, they've had a very good thorough job uh, perhaps some insider information on where to find things here what was that uh name you the cavalcade i will the, take the time to the cast detect magic as well and search the house magically all right you were checking magically haven wants to cast uh nothing <laughs> former guardian Aragus returns <laughs> well <laughs> what have we found nothing what'd you find 
I know where she was taken. Let's go. It won't be that easy. Tell us on the way. I'm going out the door this way. He goes the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> There's stairs over here. He went upstairs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he stormed out of the building by going upstairs. Quickly, while he's up there. It will take him a day, so we have time. <laughs> what do you say, Ergus? Um, yeah, Ergus, uh, just, well, if the neighbor next door is to be believed, then they will be at the cavalcade. What's that? It is the Bane of Almithra's theater company. Isn't that where your friend Chester is? Oh, oh I've heard of that. <laughs> he's They're great. Re- he's really good. <laughs> they do those dinner theater things, <laughs> right? Spiritual damage each line. <laughs> where you have the turkey leg and the, the beard. And I can't. <laughs> I really like his his rendition of Freebird is the best. <laughs> <laughs> he really gets the dwarf voice uh, into the song. My my friend had a birthday there one time. Was, yeah. I was supposed <laughs> to play that party. <laughs> Your friend? <laughs> yeah. It's like an adult. You have other friends? Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They're all back in the Church of Selene. (laughs) They cut you off real harsh. (laughs) (sighs) The cavalcade is a theater house in the Lower East Side of the city. It's the the devil's diaper, as we call it. Why would a bunch of theater... Anyone worth their salt of performing? Okay. Does it make sense that they would kidnap these folks in a performing wagon? Why? Well, it's the only lead we have. So we either follow it or we give up on this. This sounds like early season one. Well, Three and two and four. <laughs> they may not be a band of bandits, but a better thief or rogue you won't find than in the Cavalcade Company. A place of debauchery and mischief. (laughs) Much like the Church of Soline, apparently. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm taking offense at that. (laughs) Finally, something came in and and the bard agree on. All right, well, let's head that way. We, We may want to up with some sort of disguise. Why? Well, well you you should. You're good at disguises, well, but they don't know the rest of us. You might get in fine, but I dare say a walking <clears throat> three giants won't stand out of the You'll be asked to go on the stage and perform, is what I'm getting at. Everyone? Most likely, but the most obvious of us, yes. You're Blending in quite well just now, but you put those robes back on, you're asking for a solo act. Hmm. I've got some pretty amazing penis puppeteering. <laughs> yeah! I can make a hamburger. Did you say, pe- <laughs> did you say penis puppeteering? <laughs> Show them the brain! Show them the waffle! <laughs> the blue waffle. <laughs> Do not I Google love that. that <laughs> so much, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> They're 
performance roll we can make it a little bit? <laughs> it sounds like I'm going to have to. <laughs> so the group heads out to the cavalcade. We will leave you with that image and stop there for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, puppet. <laughs> we appreciate the support. I'm very interested to see what happens next. Uh, more so, I've got some thoughts that we're going to do in the after show about what happened tonight. Uh, so if you want to join us in the after show as well, uh, just drop by uh, patreon.com slash inglouriousbards. Uh, consider throwing a few bucks our way, and we certainly appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.